What's up, everybody? Hey, welcome back to the best show here on another Tuesday night. We do it each and every Tuesday, and my name is Tom, and I'm the host of the best show, and we're back doing it again, and we're going to do it, and tonight we're talking about what now? Well, let me tell you. Tonight, the topic is... So now I'm the one everyone is looking at. That is the topic for tonight. And we will talk about those moments where you find yourself suddenly being the one that everyone is looking at when something's going wrong and something is happening. And... You're the, the those moments you didn't think it was going to be your your turn, and it's your turn, and everybody's looking, and you're just like, oh my god, I'm the one now. We've all had them. Let's talk about them. Two zero one three three two three four eight four. Let's have a good time here on this wondrous Tuesday evening in March of two thousand eighteen. I present to you. The show called, and this is not to be taken lightly, man. This thing ain't called the best show. That's not arbitrary. It's called the best show because we earned it. It is time for the best show. Let's go.
Best show here on a Tuesday night. What's up, everyone? Welcome. Halfway through the month of March of 2018, and we are in uh, here in the New Jersey, New York area, bracing ourselves for the, what is this, the ninth, ninth snowstorm in the last three days? Something like that? The snowstorms in March are coming. This is the Fast and the Furious, these snowstorms. Holy guacamole, man. They are rolling in and... Another one coming in. Look out. Be safe, everybody. My friends. Be safe. That's all I ask. Be safe. Not all I ask. I ask two things of you. And be safe comes second. Second most important thing. The most important thing is go... uh over to apmike.bandcamp.com if uh, if you're so inclined go check out uh, apmike.bandcamp.com they've got all sorts of great things up there like what's up there actually shirts still got shirts up there still got headshots right anything else Songs. They got. He's got songs, and there's more coming. More on the way over it. You never know what. You never know what's going to happen in AP Mike. AP Mike Bandcamp.com. So check it regularly. Check it on a daily basis. And help the guy out. Buy him. Buy a shirt from him. Troll him a bone. He's been here on the best show uh, for. Was this 11 years, Mike? Thir- 13? No. 2005. Wow. Oh my goodness. I didn't want to be here for 13 years. So, yeah. And uh, after you go to apmike.bandcamp.com, then be safe with the snowstorm. Then go to Patreon.com and support The Best Show. Patreon.com slash The Best Show. That's how you support the show. Uh, we don't do ads. We don't do nothing like that. So go there. You support the show. You give what you can. And we, uh, you can get exclusive uh, audio up there before anybody else. Meet My Friends of Friends is going up exclusively on Patreon first. New episodes are up. They're not out for everybody, though. And they're really funny. And... Uh, you want to hear them first? You go to patreon.com slash the best show and, and, uh, subscribe. And we're going to work on another thing that'll be a special mailing for, that goes out to people. We'll figure something else out special that'll go out to, to people supporting the show. And that we'll do that again. That was fun when we did that last time with the friends of Tom Cards. We'll do that again. Who'd we hear? Oh my goodness. We heard Ty Siegel. You like that song, Mike? That's from uh, his new album, his latest album, Freedom's Goblin. That was called uh, Fanny Dog. Ty Siegel. They don't make them like that anymore. Like Ty Siegel. They don't make them like that anymore. Last one. Well, not the last one. There's others. And there'll be others to come after that as well. 
He's the, he's the best. And that album, Freedom's Goblin, out on Drag City Records, one of the best labels going. They don't make them like Drag City anymore. Last great, no, it's not the last great label. It's, it's a great label, and there's going to be other great labels, too. That's how it works, man. We're on a continuum. Who's good here? One. Your idea good or my idea good? Both of our ideas are good. And I want to say we got uh, Dudios here and Pat's here and AP Mike, of course, and uh, just a full house and everybody's doing, it's just seeing everyone's faces on this night. It's such a joyous gift. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. Hi, to whom am I speaking? It's Annabelle. Annabelle calling from Ohio. Yes. How'd you do on your test? Good, I hope. You did good? I think so. I don't get my results until next week. That's for the SATs? Yes. I think you did well. I'm going to say I, I have a good feeling about this one. Thanks. So what's going on? What's going on at school? Uh, I have spring break next week. That's exciting, and we're, we're talking about, uh, if you're taking the SATs, we're talking about high school. Yes. Right? Yes. So what what do you do for spring break as a high school student? Uh, well, right now, I'm working on getting my first day in at my new job. Okay. Which, um, not, then, we're not going to be specific. Oh, we won't be specific about it, but what type of job is it? Uh, fast food. Fast food? Yeah. Look, we're not going to be specific, but what's the most, does the most popular item you sell, let's see, does it rhyme with, uh, blopper? No. Uh, is it, is it, is there a, uh, is there a, a, a thing, the, uh, the blig black? No. No? How about the, uh, how close am I on this? Uh, it's breakfast food, I suppose. Breakfast, oh, breakfast food? Yeah. Wait, a fast food place It's breakfast? Uh, I've listened. Some fast food places sell breakfast. But I guess it's more Dunkin' Donuts. It's Dunkin' Donuts, yes. Because yeah. here, you have to realize here, Annabelle, Dunkin' Donuts is, uh, and it's a, it's in any times I see people uh, eating a dinner at Dunkin' Donuts. A whole dinner at Dunkin' Donuts. Someone who would be happy with an egg on a bagel that's been there all day. Mm-hmm. But it's open mm-hmm. twenty four hours. Are they open twenty four hours out there? I don't think so. Well, they're open twenty four hours here, and you get all all the people go to Dunkin' Donuts. Maybe not dinner. Maybe I exaggerated on dinner. Is it joined? Is it adjoined to a uh, a Baskin Robbins by any chance? Yes. Ooh. And are you allowed to cross that imaginary line, or are you just straight up Dunkin' Donuts? I think right now I'm just straight up Dunkin' Donuts. Like if somebody's like, "Help!" Somebody passed out in the Baskin Robbins section. You'd be just like, not my problem. 
I mean, it's not me, and I have to focus on my work. Yeah, exactly. You got donuts to, you got donuts to sling, right? Yeah. What's the best donut in Dunkin' Donuts? Uh, let me see. I, I have one in mind, and then you tell me oh. on the count of three. You tell me your favorite donut at Dunkin' Donuts. You ready? One, two, three. Glazed donut. I like chocolate cake donuts. Chocolate cake donut. Yes. Yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. Yes. With icing? Uh, with icing or without, I don't care. I'm not picky. Sure. Mike, you like donuts? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite donut? I like uh, chocolate glazed. Oh, he likes, Mike likes chocolate glazed. Mm. Mm. Maybe Annabelle will mail one out to you. Right? I mean, yeah, I get a 10% discount. Yeah. Well, that can go to the postage. Well, that'll offset the postage. I think we're setting up a, a deal here, Mike. You're going to get a, a chocolate glazed donut in the mail. Only 11 days later. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. You just throw it in the microwave or whatever, right? Yeah. You, you freeze it. <laughs> we freeze it to eat a frozen donut. Put a scoop of ice cream on top of it over from the Baskin Robbins section. I'll just package it really well. Yeah, there you go. So, what else is going on? What else? What else is exciting? Uh, I'm excited about the return of Steven Universe. So, there's something. That is exciting. It's coming back. I know. I'm so excited. Get ready. I I have been been rewatching some episodes. Oh, you're not truly ready though. I haven't got I know I'm not. I don't think you're ready enough, Annabelle. I don't think I'm ready enough. Yeah, you need to get ready. You need to watch all the episodes. I was re-watching a couple episodes today. You need to watch all 490 episodes. I mean, I can, one, but then sitting. I'm not going to do my schoolwork. Yes. Well, something's got to... you got to get your priorities straight. That's all I'm asking for. Listen, okay? I, my priorities are always Steven Universe, always. Good. All right. Good. I'm glad to hear. Is that a cat in the background I hear? It is, yeah. It's my cat. What's that cat's name? His name is Serafina, because I thought he was a girl. Serafina? Yes. That's a nice name for a cat. I named him after a Barbie movie. After the Barbie movie? Yeah. But there was a Barbie movie that, what, was that a character in it with Serafina? Uh, yeah, it, it's a cat in the movie, um, Princess and the Pauper. Okay. It's a cat in that thing, in, in the Barbie Princess and the Pauper movie. Yep. Oh, look. It's a good name. Your cat's upgrading that name from its uh, from its its roots. I mean, he's had it for twelve years now, so yeah, he's doing all right. That cat's hanging in there. He is. Keep going, Serafina, and Annabelle. You keep going. Thanks. Right. You have a have a great night. You too. Bye. Bye. So you look. If you were looking at uh, to the Twitter yesterday, I sent out a. Uh, I sent out a tweet that I said something that I had a physical thing and then I was helped by someone. And then people were like, what happened? Well, let me tell you what happened. I, uh, was, uh, I was in New York City yesterday. That's right. Impressed much? 
New York City. So I'm in New York. I go to, I go to New York City because I got a, a lunch, uh, uh, the, the lunch uh, thing, like a like a like a meeting type thing, a lunch in New York City. I go to meet with my uh, friend. He's a friend, but you know, look, we're working too. We're do, we're talking. We're covering all the bases. So, but it's an important uh, thing to to do when I go to. Oh, I go. We we meet at the Oyster Bar. In Grand Central Station. So I'm at the Oyster Bar. My friend. And we're eating. We're talking. Having a grand old time. Then. Most of the way through our, our meetup. Suddenly. Out of nowhere. I get. A, a really bad. Uh, like nosebleed. Like, like it just like starts coming out out of nowhere. What? Like I'm in the middle of talking. Like, oh my god, my nose is bleeding. Scoop up a uh, napkin, cloth napkin, shove it against my face. Run to the uh, to the men's room, and now I'm like trying to get this nosebleed to stop. And now I'm looking on my phone, and it's like really coming out. Like it's really, really bleeding. And I'm like, this is, this is coming out very strong. And I'm trying to stop it, and I'm trying to figure out how to stop it. I'm looking at my phone. I'm getting blood all over my phone as I'm trying to search. You would have loved this, Mike. Mike, you would have loved it. You would have been, if you were watching, I'm like, if, if, you were monitoring me. Look, I'm not saying you would have loved watching me bleed. Maybe you would have. I don't think. That part's not automatic. The part you would have loved is watching me looking at my phone in front of the sink that I keep having to run the water in every 30 seconds because it's getting spattered with blood dripping through the napkin I'm holding now. And I'm trying to read how to stop a nosebleed. And then it's this thing where it's like, it's this thing where it's like, it's not stopping and I'm reading. It's like, oh, tilt your head forward. Don't tilt it back because you got to let gravity help the blood get out. So you tilt it forward. Then it shows you how to press the where to press and I'm pressing. It's not stopping still. It's still not stopping. And it's like, but the thing is, I'm still in a public men's room. And I'm telling you, and this is where it ties into the topic tonight, which is, uh, the topic being, uh, the, uh, topic being, uh, so now I'm the one, uh, everyone's looking at. There's three sinks set up in the men's room, in this public bathroom, not public restroom. It's a, it's an open ended, you know, it's an open restroom, uh, men's room. And, um, I'm over at the right sink, over in the corner, the right sink, trying to clear a path as I bleed and can continue to bleed. Now we're 20 minutes in, it's still just bleeding, pouring out. And people are coming in, washing their hands, looking at me like, yeah, it's a nosebleed. 
So then there's one point where it's me in the in the corner, and there's two sinks. There's a, a sink f- far on the left, and there's a middle sink. This guy goes up to the middle sink now. Like, hey, you don't want to give me a little room here? Like, no. Middle room. I actually have to, like, slide over a little bit. As I'm, like, holding my nose and trying to just stop the blood from pouring out. And this guy's, like, like, now I'm, like, cr- now I'm, like, hunched. I fold my shoulders a little bit as I'm trying to, like, hold my, pinch my nose. Like, oh, excuse me, sir. I'm sorry. I'm, uh. Not cutting you a wide enough berth at your at your sink. You couldn't use the sink one over. And then the guy's like looking at me in the mirror. Like I see him in the mirror looking at me. Like look, like what do you think's happening? Like what do you think's happening? Like what? At what point does this not answer itself? Like, oh, this guy's nose is bleeding. He goes, uh, is your nose bleeding? Yeah. Yeah, my nose is bleeding. Guy goes, uh, well, good luck with that. And he's wearing, I was hoping at that point, he had like a white jacket. I'm hoping he looks and he sees blood on it. Because there's a very good chance there is blood on it. Because there's blood everywhere else. And here's the crazy thing. Going into New York, what what do you think I was listening to going in? I was listening to... For the first time in a while, I decided to listen to the the new album from my friend Andrew W.K. Not friend, friend's a stretch. He came on the show once and he did a live thing at a, the concert we did, a benefit show. Look, he's a he's a great guy though. I like his music. He's got a new album out, and that famous album cover of his, Mike. What's going on on that? Got blood pouring out of his nose. I don't know if that's because he got punched in the nose or if there was a little too much of the old. So, or what? I don't know. Maybe he was at the Oyster Bar too when they took that picture. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash officehourslive. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. This guy's looking at me and these guys are just looking at me now. Finally, it was like the, it was like seven people in and the guy just goes, do you need any help? Before anyone just said like, hey, do you need any help? Nah, I'm just trying to get this thing sorted out here and it's still not stopping and I'm like, and then I'm like, like, what am I going to do? I got my friend sitting out there at the table. And then, so I text him and just like, you can, you can leave if you want. It's like, nah, I'm, I'm not leaving. We'll get to the, we'll get to the bottom of this. I'm not leaving you. So then, uh, yeah, so that, so then I finally met a point. It's like over a half hour. 
still bleeding. I'm like, this ain't getting no better here. This is not going to get fixed here. I'm getting out of here. So I grab a stack of paper towels. And I'd also like to uh, apologize to anyone who works at the Oyster Bar men's room. For, for I, I tried to clean my blood as much as I could. And it just like, and then it's like, I grab the stack of paper towels, press them up against my nose, my friends at the table, and then I sit for a second and be like, all right, let me just sit still and thing. And then I notice there's like blood coming out of the thing. I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta go. Let's get out of here. Walk out. Now I'm walking through Grand Central, Grand Central Station. I'm the guy with the thing pressed against his nose. Like the, 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 the maniac who's just bleeding walking through. And that's where it comes. That's where the, that's what the topic is. Everybody's had these moments where through, through, through fate or whatever, something goes wrong and you're in public though. And suddenly, but then everybody's just like looking. It's like we've all seen that person, a person walking by just on the wrong side of fate. And I'm not, I'm not talking about somebody truly unfortunate. Like if somebody's homeless or somebody's has a mental illness and they're out on the street and stuff, those are, that's true horror. And that's a whole other thing that should, that's, it's, it's shameful how we all look past that for that's just everybody just like somebody could be doing worse than I was doing. And you're just like, Oh, I'm not definitely not looking over there at that. But nobody, I was, nobody was mistaking me for anybody who was anything other than, oh, there's a, there's a spectacle. Look at this guy with his, with his Wawa bag stumbling out of Grand Central Station. It was a great day also. I picked to, uh, to, uh, not drive in also. I took the train. So great, great choice there. So now I'm staggering through Midtown, stopping at a, at a garbage can on, on the either end of every block to like change the the napkin. And as soon as I did that, just like blood would just like drip straight out. It was very it was very messy, and I was starting to get a little. Um, I was starting to feel like, yeah, this should have stopped by now. And I was, part of it said I'm moving still. I'm still moving. I shouldn't have been moving. But where am I going to sit down? Where am I going to sit down on the floor of the Oyster Bar men's room? I'm staggering through Midtown. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm starting to feel lightheaded now. I'm starting to, I'm not, I'm not feeling so hot. Like now it's starting to get, and now it's the past, it's like over an hour now since this has been going on. I'm like, what am I going to do? So I, uh, so I try to figure it out. I'm like, I know what I can do. I'm in Midtown. It's only one person I can think of that can help me now. Fred from Honolulu. I know he works a couple blocks away. Works on Chris Gethard. 
the Chris Gethard Show, which starts tonight on True TV. They moved the night from Thursday to Tuesday. Look, at 11 o'clock, you want to switch over and watch that. If, you, if you're so inclined, you do that. I don't care. There's room for both shows. This ain't no either-or thing. Yes, I got, I got blood pouring all over the place. I'm starting to feel light, like I'm really legit getting dizzy now. I call Fred. And this is the thing. Look, this guy Fred from Honolulu, he's called the show. For, he's been he's been on this show for you. Remember when he was in Honolulu, Mike? Yeah. And he would call from Honolulu. And then he moved he moved here. Almost five years ago now. I think it's four. Four years. He's lived in New York. And look, I give him the business. He gives me the business. But this is, this is what separates the, this is what separates the people from the pack. Fred picks up. He's like, what's up? Like, uh, and this is probably what it sounded like. Because I'm talking, I have a paper towel smashed against my face as my nose keeps filling with, with blood and so Fred's like, come by, come right to the office. I walk a couple blocks, get over to the office. Fred's outside. Meets me on the sidewalk. Okay, meets me on the sidewalk. He's like, oh man, you don't look, uh, <laughs> like, like I saw the look on his face and he's just like, yeah, I think I probably look like a mess. And going through, like, waiting at a red light for the, like, when everybody's in that pack waiting for the red light to change and you're hunched over holding a paper towel against your, a red paper towel against your nose, and then you rush over to the garbage can when you cross the street to change it, it's like, the, the looks I was getting in Midtown, especially in Midtown, these snobs. These snobs, like these, these are people who look sideways if if somebody's got the wrong, uh, the 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 wrong wrap uh, in the spot, uh, uh, the pretzel manager, whatever the pretzel, what's the place called, Pret-a-Manger. So, uh, Fred meets me out there, sweeps me up to the office, puts me in a room, finds me somewhere to sit. Sits me, sits me down, takes my coat, takes my bag, brings over a garbage can, paper towels, handy wipes. And I'm telling you, this guy, give him this is, this is, this is, this is, this is what makes this guy the best. This guy takes a handy wipe, starts wiping the blood off my arms and hands. He's like, yeah, you, you can't look insane like you look right now. Like, this guy takes care. He took care of me. Fred, you took care of me. And then I sat for, I sat still. And then after about a half hour, it's like almost, it was almost two hours of this thing bleeding. I think I lost a lot of blood, Mike. 
Uh, yes, later I iced it up and did that for the rest of the night. Um, you ever get nosebleeds? Yeah. Well, yeah, Fred, you did it. You took Fred. This guy took care of me, Mike. All the things that this is the, the you think about it. Comes down to that it's that foxhole thing. It's that foxhole thing. Who what do you what are you gonna do in the foxhole? Who's when someone's next to you in the foxhole, what are they gonna be like? They're gonna help you? They're gonna look away? Or are they gonna flip out? Like that's the thing that scares me. If if we were all in a foxhole The four of us. Let me think who would do what in the foxhole. I think Pat would be there. I don't know. Dudio might strike a deal with the opposition. Dudio might be like, let's go get him. And then suddenly waves at things like, all right, I got him. Turns a gun on me. Walks me out. I don't know. Mike might be the scary one in a situation like that. Start talking, start to get going nuts. I don't know. I think all I think all three of these guys would be good in a foxhole. What do you What do you think you would do in a foxhole, Dudio? Uh, you do radio. Okay. Communicate. Okay. Yeah. So so anyway, this this Fred from Honolulu. So. There was just this hour where I was like this spectacle staggering around Grand Central Station and the, the, the I sat still, calmed down, and then it eventually stopped bleeding. And then I said to Fred, and I'll say it to him again, Fred, I owe you. I owe you, buddy. And look, I'm not going to judge Fred for this. I'm going to let go of the things I used to judge him for. You know, uh, uh, this movie Black Panther. Fred has a po, they have posters for each character. Fred has two posters of, uh, the Martin Freeman character with it hanging up. It's like, Fred, maybe you want a poster of, of, uh, you know, Black Panther from Black Panther. He's like, man, eh, I like this guy. I'm not holding that against Fred anymore. Now, so then I walked, I got better, walked to Penn Station to go home. Yeah, and then I'm going down the steps and it starts bleeding again. Then I look like a lunatic again. Then I just get on a get on the train. I get on the train. I huddle in the corner between cars, like a like the Phantom of the Opera. You think I was a fan pressed with a thing pressed against my face? These commuters now are going shoving each other out of the way. I had to step off the train to let people by. When they unload the people, I'll say this: Secaucus. You're bad, you're, you're bad commuters, Secaucus. You don't have the ins and outs of, of getting off the train 
locked up. Shame on all of you. The other thing Fred said to me is like, how come there can be Black Sabbath, but if I start a band called White Sabbath, and I was like, Fred, let's not even get into that, Fred, please. But I'm overlooking all that. All that stuff's on, it's it's in the past. Yeah. Monday, bloody Monday. Hey, Mike, if you saw me in Midtown, what would you have done? Yeah. Okay. All right. Stay calm. All right. Yeah, that's what it was. That guy staring at me in the bathroom at the... Say, that guy did me no favors. The middle sink. Got crowd in the middle sink, you bum. You can't slide one sink over to wash your hands? Looking at me in the mirror. Your nose is bleeding. Yeah. Oh, is it? That's what I should have said. I should have just let go. I should have, I should have just lifted my hands from my face, let the paper towel fall. We go, what? It is? Really? It just let the blood go everywhere. It is? And I should start feeling it. What? What? I don't think it is. I will say the Andrew WK, new Andrew WK album is very good. Sounds like, uh, it's like super motivational. And I mean this, this is going to sound like I'm insulting it, but I mean this in the best possible way. It sounds like, it sounds like a metal, like a metal guy singing Tony Robbins lyrics over the top of like theme music for the Winter Olympics. And I, that's a good, that's good. I mean that as a compliment. I love it. Who's good here, Mike? Okay. Best show, hi. Hello? Best show, hi. Hello? No? Oh, they hung up. Yeah, they got somewhere better to be. Best show, hi. Hi, Todd, it's Kat from Raleigh. Hi, Kat, how are you? Okay, I'm, I'm fine, except, like, um, the last time I tried calling, um, I got disconnected, and then I saw a few people on Twitter, like, wondering if I'd gotten gomped, and I was a little no. worried for a bit. No! I'm not doing that to you. Thanks, I just needed a bit of reassurance. Don't worry. You're in the clear. You're in the clear, cat. But anyway, um, I got something for the topic. What do you got? Let's hear this. Okay, I'm going to try to make this be concise as possible because it's a, a long-ish story in two parts. And also I'm going to be changing some language, um, not just cause it, to make it more friendly for an all-ages format, but also some names because normally I'm all about naming and shaming, but 
This year is my 10th high school reunion, and I wouldn't want on the off chance that someone from my high school class listens to the best show, this to come, like, back up into the light again and get ugly again. No, we okay, then you, you make the, the proper adjustments so that the story tracks for your comfort. Okay, well, let's start when I was in seventh grade. I was in health class. An awkward time for us all. And I saw, I was like just looking in one of those like battered up textbooks and I noticed that someone had written in the front, I am me if you want a good time and then an I am address. Now, I was thinking it was one of those popular girls who were real evil to me throughout my entire schooling career. So I just muttered to myself like, what a hussy. Then this annoying boy who had been, like, really just, like, creepo, enough for me to, like, call him out to the teacher creepo, said to me, Cat, are you calling yourself a hussy? And then, since I have very poor volume control, I practically yelled, I'm not a hussy, Maggie is. So, you see, there was this, there was this girl, Maggie, and her friend, Lana, and Maggie was like one of those like short, like bratty little girls, and Lana was her big tough friend. Mm-hmm. And they were both pretty evil to me. And because I made this exclamation uh, in front of the entire class, it didn't have any blowback on Maggie, and and they tormented me about it. I was a pariah for like a week. It's like, and Maggie herself approached me. was like, Cat, I can't believe you'd call me a hussy. And the funny thing is that it was Lana who had written that. Now, let's fast forward three years. I'm in high school French class, and Maggie and Lana are both in that class. And I don't think they'd forgotten that incident, but they were just the kind of girls who would be mean to me just for the heck of it because I was weird. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Maggie starts playing on her phone a noise of... Woman in a dirty film getting her jollies. It was a recording of it. And at the moment, our normal French teacher was out on maternity leave, and we had a sub who was a really nice guy, but he did not know how to handle a class. Mm -hmm. So, So Maggie was playing this noise on her phone of this lady getting her jollies, and and then she was saying, "Cat, stop it!" And, and, oh. and, and Lana, go ahead, go and ahead. then like, what? I was saying this. This this, this drives me nuts. But go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, in well, a good one. Was... I mean, it's, I'm saying this yeah, that thing where don't do that. Why are you doing that? It's like why are you hitting yourself? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I didn't have to do that at home because I'm an only child. But I mean, like. Being an only child and being autistic, I was just, like, double social maladjusted. Mm-hmm. But, like, eventually, it does have a semi-satisfying conclusion in that, like, I got up, because, in, in, like, in the middle of class, even though I was, like, an insufferable goody two-shoes at that age, but I just couldn't take it anymore. And I didn't, like, actually fight Lara or anything, Mm-hmm. But I just stood up by her desk and just, like, gave her a death glare. And then she stood up, and then I shoved her. And then, like, later in the day, people were like, 
Oh my God, Cat! You tried to fight Lana. Dang. Yeah, you stepped up. You took care yeah. of business. You stuck up for yourself. But yeah, yeah, no, that whole no, no, the whole no business shame. about like no shame in sticking uh, up for yourself. But I mean, there are so many other times when I like when like a bully was trying to like do something jerky and pin it on me, mm-hmm. and then I said something super loud that made it even worse because of my lack of volume control. So that like. Well, it's just my experience with that whole business. What are you gonna What are you gonna do? You, you didn't start these things. These are not things you started. Yeah. It's not like you're going around starting things and then and then uh, then any any you know issue or concern you have is factored in with volume control. You didn't start these things. You didn't ask for this. Yeah, and it's like. And a lot of it makes me wonder, like, how did I not get tested for anything up in my old attic until I was 18? The old attic, right? Yeah. The old attic. That's a good story. And that's a great way to start the topic off. Thanks. And I feel like that's something that I guess, like, I've thought about and cringed about over the years. Because that was, like, 15 years ago when it happened. And so I feel a bit of, like, self-exorcism telling it to you. Good. Let some of it go. Shed, you Thanks. can shed some of it. Mm-hmm. Just, just like your cat sheds, you can shed, too. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. All right. All right, cat. You have a great... You're not the only cat that can... Sh- oh, you get it. Okay. All right. You have a great <laughs> night. Okay. Oh, night. thank you. <laughs> Bye. All right. Hot phones. Hot phones tonight. Hot phones. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. Chadwick in Newbridge Canyon. How are you? Oh, um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I was just uh, telling the story about me having a bloody nose in New York yesterday, and then so sad. Said, well, sad. I wouldn't think it was sad. Well, I mean, it, it's not something you. It's not something you want to have happen in public. Yes, that's fair to say. And so the, my heart goes out to you, and I, I do. I do have something kind of similar to to add to the the topic, if I might. Sure, please. Well. About two years ago, I was at the Newbridge um, Fun Fair, okay. and um, I realized after I was I was just out and about, you know, taking in all the activities. After like two hours, I realized my baseball cap is on frontwards and not backwards. Uh huh. And that really uh... I was mortified. I, I could see how that would that would be a, 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 I guess if that's a concern to you your 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 ball cap. Well, that's not my looks, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, a cool look. You're big on you're big on your ball cap. I love it. Yeah, I love it when it's really tight too. Like it's uh-huh. you can't even tell that it's a backwards ball cap if you just saw me front on. Uh huh. You would just think like that guy's has like a really short haircut, mm-hmm. and then you realize it's a it's a backwards ball cap. Yeah. Yeah. And you, uh, yeah, you ever shop at that place, Lids? I do, yes, yeah, yeah. I love it. I've got, I've got some good ones there. Uh, uh, I've got a whole collection of, um, Ratman hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and they have the vintage ones, too. They do, I love them. Yeah, like the old, the old Ratman hats. Yeah, they were made out of pizza boxes back then. That's strange. They, they were, I get, I don't know if that was, if they were limited because of whatever the war or whatever, or if that was just a choice, 
It could to have make, been. To make but, them out but, of pizza. But they certainly, certainly didn't do a lot to make them not look like pizza boxes. <laughs> yes. There's grease on them, and yeah. they're all different, first of all. They're all different, yes. <laughs> they're all, yeah. they're well, all... back in the days when Newbridge had literally, uh, uh, like, four pizza places on each block. Yeah, back when you could throw a rock and hit a pizza place. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's what I've heard. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't alive back then, or I wasn't, you know, old enough to know about sure. that back then. Yeah. Hey, what, what did you say your name was again? Chadwick, sir. Uh, Ch- Chadwick Murphy. Chadwick Murphy, that is yes. a, that is ringing a bell. Why is that ringing? Why do I know that name? I could give you a hint, sir. Um, sure. Okay. You harm one hair on these guys' heads, and I'll send you to H-E Double Hockey Sticks, C-O-D-U-P-O-S. Oh my God! I know who this is. Mm. You're the you're the bus number forty-two guy. That's right, sir. Actually, the full title uh, is. ASA bus number 42. And ASA, of course, stands for after-school activities, sir. Uh-huh. Well, you you don't have to keep calling me sir. I'm sorry, sir. I, I did it again. See, that's that's my evangelical military upbringing. And, you know, also I'm, I'm, I'm 28, so I respect my elders. Okay. I mean, I'm not... Sure, that's nice. Um... Uh, I guess, I guess I should explain to the audience for anybody who is not placing this, uh, or doesn't know what ASA bus number 42 is. It's, uh, there's a movie coming out. It's, uh, depicting something that happened in about three, three years ago in West Newbridge. And yeah. it's a movie. The movie's directed by Mel Gibson. It's, it's, it, I want to talk more about that, um, but there was a bus full of community college basketball players, and the bus was, I guess, hijacked by, uh, like, the school's assistant gym teacher, this disgruntled assistant gym teacher. That's and, right. And then there was, like, a standoff for a couple of days, and then then Chadwick, who was the guy on the line right now, you were the team's assistant basketball coach. That's correct. And you gained the hijacker's confidence and sub- eventually kind of, you know, subdued him and got him to, you turned him into the police and then you were a hero, like a national hero for that. Well, I was only trying to do what, what I felt was right. You know, I, I, I think anyone in my position would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know if most people to be, you know, to, I know you're being modest, but if most people would have been brave enough to do what you actually did. It was incredible courage, and I'll say it, you know, I've, I've lived in Newbridge my whole life. If anybody uh, deserved to win the the, uh, the Iron Wreath of Flagrant Honor, which is, as everybody knows, is the highest honor you can receive as a Newbridge citizen, that's you. Well, thank you, sir. That was... That was quite a ceremony. I was surprised it, it, it was eight hours long, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it is the greatest honor of of my life. And it, again, I was only doing what I I, I felt was right. Mm-hmm. And now this movie comes out this weekend, mm-hmm. and I mean, I don't want to give too much away about the movie because people should see it and check it out. But I'm I'm curious about the concept 
of how the movie was made, which is a very interesting approach to uh, to movie making. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, you actually play yourself in the movie, right? Yes, that's correct. You're the star of of your own story. Right, yeah. And you, it, it, am I right that you had no real acting experience before this happened? That's also correct. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I... I not only didn't have any acting experience, I didn't really have much interest in in film or, or TV at all at, at that point in my life. And uh, before I did the movie, I, I only had maybe 10 inches of DVDs in my house. Um, you know, stuff like um, American Pie, Wedding Crashers, uh, Fast and Furious, what else? Um, Boondock Saints, The Shack. Uh, Friday Night Lights, Torque, that's one of my favorites, uh, Happy Gilmore, um, Terry Bradshaw's Prime Quarter, Back Tips, Volume 2, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So not a lot of, you said you had 10 inches of DVDs? Yes. That's how you count your DVDs? Yeah, yeah, like my dad had, had like three inches of albums oh, okay. when I was a kid. Gotcha. So yeah. not a big house for... Entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so you didn't have a lot of movies or things like that. No. No, but Mr. Gibson, you know, he he thought I was the only one who could do the part justice. Since you actually had had lived it. Yes, and it's also my understanding that he did audition a few actors before he came up with the idea of me playing myself. Uh-huh. Do you have any any idea of who he auditioned for this? Um, from what I've heard, um, uh, Hugh Jackman, uh, Bradley Cooper, Christian Bale, guys like that. Uh huh. Huh. I mean, because I, I, I didn't think that guys that big even did auditions at this at this level of their fame, or however you describe it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but you know, like I said, Mister Gibson thought that I was the guy to do it because he re- he really wanted to nail the story and and. He thought since I lived it, I would be the only guy who could do it believably. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, man, what an amazing experience that was being in a movie. You know, I I really came to respect everyone involved in the process. And you know, when you watch a movie, you never think about how there are so many people who, in, in so many different functions, who come together to make it all work. Mm-hmm. There's all these crew people who have these jobs that you. You never knew even existed. That's very true. There are so many people on a crew when you think about like all the, the transport people and the, the people who secure the locations and the, all the lighting and moving of, of props and equipment and just so like many. The whole town. Yeah. So many different jobs. Yeah. And, and you know, even though I was playing myself, mm-hmm. it was really hard work. You know, when you're when you're in front of the camera, you're really under the microscope, and you know you do these little movements that you do in, in your normal life. Mm-hmm. They seem really awkward on screen if you're overthinking them. Like, you know, like in like a scene, I, I had to walk to a gelato stand. And, and, you know, I, I found myself just going, 
one step, two step, three step, stop. You know what I mean? Like, it's very unnatural. Were you literally saying that out loud? Yes, you could see my lips move. Okay. That wasn't yeah. just in your head you're going one step, two step. No, I, I have to do it with my lips moving if I'm doing anything like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was really tough, but my, my deep faith really saw me through. And I'll tell you, ultimately, all those takes Mr. Gibson had me do were really worth it in the end. All the takes mm-hmm. you're doing, um, how, how, like, how, were you, you were doing more than like one, possibly two takes for each scene? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we, gosh, I think we averaged like 30 takes of each scene. Why? Well, um, no, no, no offense, Chadwick, um, you know, and I know you're coming at this from a different angle and you're not an actor by trade and, but I mean, I've seen some of the clips of, of the movie, uh, ASA bus number 42 and, um, yeah, I mean, I've seen stuff online and it's, your performance is kind of very, very, you know, again, you're, wo- I guess I would say wooden is a fair thing to say. And I, it seemed like maybe M- Mel Gibson was just, uh, doing like a quick setup and just blasting through this thing and moving on as if that was like the, the intent of it was to just like one, one and done kind of approach. I'm really surprised to hear you say that because, no, he had me do takes over and over and over again. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting. I, 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 I've come to learn that every director uh, seems to have his own process on how they do things. And Mr. Gibson, his process was to yell, action! And, and then he, he'd stand there looking really intensely at me, and his eyes would start to get really wide, like almost like bug-eyed. And then it's, it's like his face would turn purple while he was, he, he would like grind his closed fist into his palm. It was almost like he was making guacamole. Uh huh. Like a, like a, I guess is that a pestle? Is that what that? I think that's what it's called. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. And, and then like as, as the scene would go on, I would notice that he would put his entire fist in his mouth until I was like almost through the scene and, and then, Without fail, I would either start to laugh or I'd, I'd get like a weird itch on my face mm-hmm. and I'd have to scratch my face and then he'd walk off the set and then you'd hear this huge crash like someone was smashing up craft services. Sure, yeah. Well, Chadwick, I, I don't know if this falls as much under um, process, like the process of him filmmaking as my, this sounds more like he was just straight up furious that you were uh, blowing your takes. Huh. Well, you know, I, 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 I do have to say he never yelled directly at me, and everybody on the set was really supportive. You know, they they were they were really nice to me and patient, even when I kept looking into the camera, which I did a lot, or I was visibly searching for my mark. Where I was supposed to stand and, like I said earlier, you know, visibly counting steps and things. And often I would say the other person's line as they were saying it. You could see my mouth move. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, again, this is not not anything for you to take offense to, or it's not meant. But the crew was was being was probably being nice to you because of like they they were aware of how far out of your uh, comfort zone you were with this whole thing. Oh well, my my agent disagrees. You know, he says I'm a total natural. Your agent disagrees. Yeah. You you have you have an acting agent? Of course I do. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, and, and he's really making things pop for me out in Weirdo Wood, big uh-huh. time. Okay, well, you, well, can I ask who your agent is? Sure, Rupert Threadwell. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Um, what? What's so funny? <laughs> no, I just—I mean, I know uh, all about Rupert Threadwell. You do? And, yes. He. Uh, because this, we've been taking calls for years on this show, and Rupert has managed. Uh, so, like a shocking amount of the fly-by-night, uh, m- marginally talented actors and musicians who've called the show over the years. Oh, no, 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 you got it all wrong. This is Rupert's grandson, Rupert the Third. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He uh, He's exactly like his grandpa, but with way more Hollywood juice. And I'll tell you, his untucked shirts are the crispest... I've ever seen in my life. He literally cuts diamonds with them. I've seen him do it. With the untucked shirts? Yes. And are you talking like the bottom of the shirt? Um, sometimes it's the bottom. Sometimes it's, you know, it's 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 the middle part where the buttons are. Okay. And, but but the, the crispest part is the collar because, you know, it's, it's kind of reinforced too. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, like, I've seen big diamonds and he's, he's, that's kind of his side gig is as is, is a diamond cutter. Uh-huh. So he leans yeah. over the diamonds? He what? He leans over the... Is he wearing the shirt when he cuts them? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, um, I guess I, I got to say, Chadwick, um, do you re- I mean, you really don't think you're going to have some full career as an actor. Is that right? That's of course I do. Oh, okay. Of course I do. You know, Rupert says I have mad comedy chops, too. Okay. Yeah, and and it's it's interesting. I'm actually going to go audition next week for this big major studio reboot of this old comedy movie. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you know, I I need practice reading it. Would you read with me? Now? Yeah. Yeah, would you mind? Sure. Yeah, okay. Also, I'll I'll email to you. I've heard you give your email address over the years. Is it still Mr. Fahrenheit at the best show dot net? Mr. Fahrenheit, not Mr. Fahrenheit at the best show dot net. Fahrenheit is F A R E N H I T E. Got it. I just sent it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I have it open. Oh, cool. Okay. All right. Now, I'm auditioning for the head knight, so you be the other character, okay? Okay. All right, so let's start. Okay. Knee, 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 knee! Who are you? We're the knights who say knee! Can we please do the scene? Yeah. What's uh, wrong? All right. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. 
No, not the knights who say knee. The same. We're the keepers of the sacred words, knee, pen, and knee-wom. Those who hear them seldom live to tell the tale. The knights who say knee demand a sacrifice. Knights of knee, we are but simple travelers who seek the enchanter who lives beyond these woods. Knee, 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 knee! We shall say knee again if you don't appease us. Well, what is it you want? We want a shrubber. Not we want a sh shrubbery. We, we, what Shrub is it? Shrubbery. It is shrubbery. That's what I thought it was. We want a shrubbery. A what? Knee, knee. Ow! Ow! Please, please, n no more. We, we shall find a shrubbery. You must return here with the shrubbery, or else you'll never get to pass through these woods alive. Oh, Knights of Knee, you are just and fair, and we will return with a shrubbery. One that looks nice. Of course. And not too expensive. Yes. All right, now go. Okay, now it's later. Um, I think there's some other scenes between that, and now, uh, now we're back to this. Okay. All right, so you go first. What's that? You go first. Oh, yeah, okay, here. Oh, Knights of Knee, we have brought you your shrubbery. May we go now? It is a good shrubbery. I, I, I like the laurels particularly. But there's one small problem. What is that? We are now no longer the knights who say me. We are now the knights who say icky, 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 pecung, zoom, Therefore, we must give you a test. What is this test, O oh knights of... Knights who till recently said knee. Firstly, you must find another shrubbery. Bow. Not another shrubbery. Then, when you found that shrubbery, you must place it here besides this shrubbery, only slightly higher, so you get a two-level effect with a uh, little okay, path running down Chad, the middle. Chadwick, Chadwick, can we, can we please stop this? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Uh -huh. You're terrible. I'm terrible. I'm what terrible. was that accent you were doing? <laughs> it was a British accent. Why British? Because that's where this is taking place. No, it's not. Sure it is. I don't think you know what you're talking about. You do belong on the other side of the camera. You're awful. Oh, oh. I'll tell you what, though. What? I'm glad we did stop because I was like, I was so confused. It's like, that's some seriously weird stuff. And I... I, I I wonder what Monty Python was on when he wrote that, right? Uh, when he okay, he is not. It's not a he; it's a them. What? And um, so you. This is new. This is all new to you. Yeah. Who is he? He he's a not. It's not a he. It's not a he. It's a group. It's a group, and I can't believe you don't even know what that was. But you're you're going up to audition for it and you don't have any idea how how big the holy grail is in terms of comedy well it was so long ago right it was like in the 50s <laughs> it was the 70s yes well, but it was well, a long time ago yeah yeah I, I don't care about that stuff as long as i'm doing it now right uh -huh. sure sure hey, hey speaking of comedy yeah Rupert says that since like 95% of all entertainment is based on stand-up comedy, yeah. 
that I need to develop what's called a tight five. See, a tight five is when a comedian. Okay. Chadwick, everyone knows what a tight five is at this point. Really? I I didn't until Rupert told me. Uh huh. Well, that's not very surprising. You know what? What? Rupert hooked me up with this very exciting new comedian who's been helping me write material. Really? Yeah, yeah, who, yeah. Who is it? His name's Andy Kindler. Uh-huh. He's very funny. You've heard of him? Yeah, yes, of course. He's a very funny comedian. Kind of a weird guy. Weird guy? I mean, he's got, he's got his own thing. Uh-huh. I never, I don't, I'm always, I'm kind of afraid of him. Okay. Yeah. But he's 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 a he's a very funny guy, very talented. Yeah, um, I, I hear that he's 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 doing a uh, um, a commercial tonight. Okay. Yeah, he's he's apparently on set. Rupert said he was on set. It's uh it's like a reboot of this old commercial um, called Chuck Wagon. Have you heard of this thing? The dog food thing with yes, the wagon. Yeah, and apparently air. he's playing like the guy that drives the Chuck Wagon. Running from the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, because th- those commercials, there's like a little wagon train rolling through the house that I guess only the dog sees. Mm-hmm. And I saw one on YouTube. It was so scary. Can you tell how scared I am? I can. I can hear your... I don't like when things are miniature like that. You're clenching up there. I can hear Yeah. It. Yeah. A- anyway, I, I, Andy's... He, he got the... He got the, the the ad, and he's 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 the uh, chuck wagon um, pilot. Okay, well, good yeah. good for him. That's that's a he was he was actually practicing during some of our writing sessions. Yeah, he's good. Okay. Yeah, that's what and he, he had a whip for. too. He did have a whip. He did. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, I I I'd, I'd love to try out some of his jokes on you. Yeah, that'd be great. Let's hear it. Okay. All right. Here, here's here's one. <coughs> You know, the other day I was flipping channels and there was an episode of Home Improvement on one channel and an episode of Last Man Standing on the other channel. Two Tim Allen shows 20 years apart. It it was like I was watching Tim Allen melt. Okay. Um, Here's another one. Going to the movies is such a pain these days. You know, these theaters, they've got assigned seats. And I have to pick my my seat off a chart, and it's like I'm I'm playing uh, that game Battleship, but um um oh wait, wait, wait um Battleship 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 um hang on oh um but but instead of my ship getting sunk, I'm worried about ending up next to some slob who's eating popcorn real loud. Okay. No, I see. That's sure. Okay. Well, okay. Here's another one. My computer is always telling me that that it's time to update everything all the time. Um, Microsoft will will say that this update is is critical. Critical? <laughs> is it really? If I don't update my oh sorry, I, if I don't update my computer, will it catch on fire? Uh-huh. Okay. All right, here's another one. Sure, sure. Who came up with Icy Hot? It, it's like my shoulder hurts, so now I have to go on some sort of journey from having my arm stuck in, in a snowbank to having someone put lighter fluid on, on, on my on 
unbelievable. Okay, is that the last one? Is no, that one more. Year? Okay, one more. This is the best one. Great. Okay. I can't believe how realistic video games are now. There's a there's a new game. There, <coughs> there's a new game about comedy, and I, I'm I'm actually a character in it. It's called Gears of Failure. See, that's funnier if he did it. Yeah, I'm gonna say these jokes favor Andy Kindler's delivery. You think he'd be funnier doing these? Because he would say that last one was, there's a new video game out. I can't believe how realistic these new videos... Let me think. I can't believe how it's realistic... It's not as easy as, as it seems. No, I'm just, I don't have it written in front of... I'm trying to remember what you just said. Okay. He would say something like, there's so many of these new video games are so realistic, I can't believe it. They even have one that's about comedy now, and I'm actually a character in it. It's called Gears of Failure. So, yeah, that sounds like how he does it. He did it like that. Like, he'll he'll kind of, um, what I would call, swoosh the ending. Yeah. Well, maybe you got to start swooshing the endings. I do. I'm going to write that down. I need to swoosh, swoosh uh-huh. the endings on yeah. these. That's great. Yeah. But you don't think I was funny at all? Um, honestly? No, it's not your strong suit at all. It's, it's not, no. no. I don't think you know what you're talking about because okay. this big wig Hollywood player named Jake Fugelnest. Yeah. He thinks I'm great and he's casting me in his new flick. Okay, well, g- g- congratulations, uh, with that. Jake is a friend of the show and I, I know Jake and what, what's the, uh, what's the movie? Well, um, it's called Spud Boy. Okay. And it's about this weird guy named Mark and his mother's ball, and, and it's it's a weird story. I guess he was in this crazy band called um, oh, what were they called? Hang on, um, uh huh, um, it's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, it's a oh. the guy's name is it's not Mark and his mother's ball. It's Mark Mother's Ball. What? And the, it's and the band is called Devo. No, it's not that. I've heard of them. It's um, it is that. Oh man, they had a song called "Whip You." Yeah, it is that. Okay, it's Devo. All right, we could argue about that all night. Yeah, all right. But anyway, I'm excited about this movie. And Rupert says, you know, I can do it all in Hollywood, and Hollywood's my oyster. And I I do want to keep doing the dramas, and I I do want to branch out into comedy. Um, You know, I think I could do some cool dancing too, like in La La Land. Uh-huh, okay, okay. I mean, to do something to that degree, you're going to have to put a lot of work in. Yeah, maybe. Now, but, you maybe. know, I, I told you the things I, I, I want to do and I will do, but there are a few things I will not do. Okay. Like, wh- what things wouldn't you do? Well, because of my tremendous faith, I, I won't do films with any kind of gratuitous violence. Sure. that's uh, that. I respect that. That's very a uh, very honorable stand to take because some of the movies now are super violent, and if you know, like John Wick is very violent, Death Wish is very violent. Oh, I auditioned lo- for Death Wish. Wait, what's that? I, I auditioned for Death Wish. You auditioned for Death Wish. Yeah, but I thought you said you wouldn't be in gratuitously violent movies. Well, I I wasn't in it. You know, that they ended up going somewhere different with the casting. Yeah, but that's not the point, though. The point is you would have done it if they had cast you. 
No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't have. Oh, no, I was the one auditioning for the, the acting experience. Oh, okay. So if you had actually gotten the call that you got the role in Death Wish and had to, like, kill someone in the movie, you would have turned it down? Yeah. It's a lot of money. Well, look, as I said, you know, I, I have deep faith and I have very high morals. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll also never do scenes featuring drug use or scenes promoting the consumption of those mass-produced poisonous products that hook and wreak havoc upon today's young people, like fast food, you know, sugary sodas, cigarettes. Sure. Okay, well, look, again, I, I respect that as a stand. Thank you. And I, I will also never do gratuitous sex scenes, you know, because of my tremendous faith. And I will never do kissing scenes with any under eights. Yeah, of course you're not going to do a thing with anyone under eight. The no, I, I meant actresses who are under eight on a one to ten scale. Wait, what? Say that again. I, I mean, I will not kiss actresses who are under eight on a one to ten oh, okay. uh, one to ten scale. That's horrible. That's so. That's so wrong. Is it? Are, are you going to tell me Chris Pine doesn't have a no skank clause? Ugh. You're, this is so offensive, Chadwick. And you know, you keep you keep throwing the word faith into the mix. Well, you know, I'm very religious, and I'm not ashamed to to stand before everybody and and say that. Uh huh. But yet you're saying that you'll you won't do a a scene with anyone who's under an eight on a on an attractiveness scale. I won't. I have very high morals. Oh, but those are not more. That's not morals. What that is. That's just called being like a judgmental pig, like a sexist pig. Why are you being such a coin operated bitch? I thought you were a cool bro. I don't get it. I don't. Oh, I'm so mad at you right now. Why? I'm, I'm just, it just. It's like you get overwhelmed, right? I saw it with Mel. You know, Mel yeah. would be I'm, talking really I'm normal, and then he'd, he'd just be... I'm is, here. It apople- is it apoplectic or apoplectic? Like, it's, you've it's, eaten a plastic apple. Is that what it is? It's not apple plastic or apple... It's apoplectic. You were right the first time. Why did, you, why did you add a second dumber option to the Because thing? I've never been sure. Yeah. I, thought it's cons- okay. you know, I mean, half the time you go into these, like, Ikeas, and they've got these... these these fruit arrangements on the table, and you're uh-huh. like, I'll have a bite. And then, yeah. it, you know, the way things are made nowadays, it's the 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 craftsmanship hey, of this plastic work. Works. Okay, stop. It, it's it's you know it's unimpeachable. Yeah. Okay. The thing I want to just say the, the the whole thing I'm I'm bothered by now is that I'm, I'm calling you out as like a guy who's like taking a public. This public stand on your deep faith and high morals, but it's, but in actual practice, in private, you're, a, you're a, a really lousy, rotten person. And, you know, you're, you're not even a real actor. You know, you have no grasp of, of acting or comedy, uh, which you just showed or the history of any of this. Or, and you're, you're gonna, you're, you have no chance of ever coming close to doing any of these things well. Huh. Well, it looks like Rotten Tomatoes thinks differently. What do you mean Rotten Tomatoes thinks differently? Well, Rupert just texted, and he said the advanced reviews just went up, and I'm looking right now, and it's 95% positive. 
Hold yeah, on. I'll tell you that, no, that's really going to put cheeks in the seats this weekend, right? There's no way that this movie of yours is it got 95% fresh. Hold on a second. Okay. Loading. Rotten. Yep, here it is. Wow. Oh, I can't believe this. This is... Yeah. This thing, these reviews are fantastic. Pretty glowing. Yeah, this is... It's, yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, I'll tell you, man, Sergi didn't lie. Who's Sergi? Who's Sergi. Sergi Petrov? He's Rupert's IT guy. Uh-huh. He must be some kind of clairvoyant because he totally predicted the reviews would be stellar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I see what this what this is now. Uh huh. Yeah. Hey, can I ask uh, Chadwick this guy, Sergi? Mm-hmm. Right. What What do you know about uh, Sergi? Well, I don't know a lot about him other than that he worked in some capacity uh, for the Trump campaign. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And there, that's the whole piece of the whole thing clicked into place like a like a puzzle clicks into place you know there's not wait what, oh. <laughs> what is the, what's going, oh. what is that oh my what, god what's going on over there chadwick oh don't worry I, I, i'm just uh taking some medicine off a of keister uh-huh so. oh okay so you so you're 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 doing coke off off a woman's uh backside uh, j- jump to conclusions much? Uh, it's not cocaine. It's medicine, okay? And it's not a woman's keister. Okay. It's a dog. Later days, dude, I thought was cool. Well, I guess that... Hello? He's gone. Man, I sure showed that gone. idiot. How gone. dare he talk to me like that? I mean, this guy hasn't even been in show business for years. Rupert says he got kicked out of it, like, what, like five times? Why do they keep letting him back in? Oh, you know, he's proven he can't do it. Yeah. So, so weird. So this idiot actually didn't... I'm really getting him. angry at this point. You know, it's like, who does that pile of S-hit think he is? I'm the ASA bus number 42 hero. He, he said it himself. I'm a national hero. He said the words. Uh, yeah. I saved all those kids. I mean, I let's be honest. I I didn't really save those kids. That nerd Ricky, the team statistician, he's the guy that talked the hijacker down while I was cowering in the back of the bus with my thumb in my mouth, crying for my dear mama. Hey, but <laughs> nobody will ever know that. Oh, you know? this is charming. This is nice. Oh, God, I'm so glad I thought fast and rearranged the evidence to make it look like I saved the day. Oh, man, it was a master stroke of me to make all those players promise that if they blabbed, they'd pay the ultimate price. Oh, my courtesy God. Courtesy of yours truly. That's horrifying. You know, of course, I, I, I did testify in court, so if this ever came out, you know, it would be a guaranteed trip to the hut for yours truly for a, 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 a minimum of, like, 20 years. So mum's the word, right? Idiots! Oh, my God. I, t- I told that jerk at McDonald's I didn't want onions on my Big Macs. He put extra 
onions on them. What a complete factory wrapped D. Oh my god. Is there anything as good as this new Mountain Dew Skittles Extreme Sugar Bomb Soda? I do not think so. Oh, so he's drinking oh soda. My God. I thought this guy was taking some big stand against I'll tell you one thing, though. I am so glad I was able to keep my powder dry and not tell that lummox sharpling that the only reason Mel Gibson even cast me in that piece of trash is that I'm in possession of a videotape of Mel dressing down this Latino hotel maid that makes the sugar T-I-T-S tape look like the Gettysburg Address. Oh, my God. I still have nightmares about that tape. God, what a sick dude. Finally! What took you five prostitutes so long? Jeez. This is charming. You should get what you pay for. Hey, before we all get down to business, if you know what I mean, can one of you read a scene with me? I'm auditioning for the lead in this new Tommy Wiseau senior film. It's called The Torture Artist. Yeah, I know. He hasn't made a movie since, like, 1923. It's going to be sick. Tommy Wiseau And I play this totally sick bastard in this thing. Oh, oh my God. There's this great scene where this guy walks out into the street, and I'm on the sidewalk, and, and I'm having a mundane conversation with him. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this speeding truck comes by and just runs him over. It's insane. There's never been a scene like this in any movie or any TV show or commercial ever before. It's going to blow your minds. Hey, you act like cocaine? All right, who needs a cigarette? I stole like ten cartons from a liquor store today. I'll tell you, man, it is such a rush to steal stuff. I, I, I'll never get enough of stealing things. Wait, wow. did I hang up? Oh. Wow. Wow. This puts a different spin on the movie than the hero. Mike, you know what they say, hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. You know, you ever hear that? Well, it's true. It's true these days. What's that? Jersey Mike's. I've never eaten at Jersey Mike's. Um, no, I have actually. Um, in tribute to my nose, let's play the song by Jay. Oh, no, not that one. The title track of Jay Rietard's album, Blood Visions. show royal trucks water park from the album they released last year called platinum tips and ice cream 
kind of like a greatest hits live kind of thing. Great album. They're working on a new one. Get ready. Oh. Whoops. And that came out on Drag City. The Royal Trucks catalog being reissued by Fat... Was Fat Possum, right? Is that it? And... Before that, J. Rie Tard, J. Lindsay, Blood Visions from his album of the same name. Classic, classic. Who's good here, Mike? Who? Two. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. Hi, to whom am I speaking? This is Morgan from Cleveland. Morgan from Cleveland. Where in Cleveland are you, Morgan? Um, the good part. The, um, I don't know, wait, like west side Cleveland? Do you know more about Cleveland than that? I don't. It's Cleveland. I don't. I just said, where are you from? Where in Cleveland? Oh, I wasn't Cleveland. putting any judgment. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the specifics. I can give you like... Like, isn't there like a cool neighborhood you're from? Um, I guess. It's called Gordon Square. Gordon Square. Gordon Square. What goes on in Gordon Square? You got a, uh... Um, we have a lot of breweries and pizza places. Uh Uh-huh. And then we have a good, like, old-timey movie theater. That shows old-timey movies? Yeah, usually. Like you can go and see, uh, oh yes, tonight they're showing the master, Charlie Chaplin. Let's go. Right, right. Let's go check out some Chaplin. Mike, if there was a theater like that, would you go to it? A theater in Bayonne? Yeah, but they don't show stuff that regularly at the Lowe's. They got to show more stuff. Lowe's in Jersey City. Look, look. Now I'm going to end up talking about this guy's concert film. Like department store? Not no, not like the hardware store. Lowe's. Oh, I was like, wow. Our Lowe's are pretty cool here. Uh, Not Mm -hmm. as they're a little cooler than out in uh, Cleveland. Our Lowe's hardware. uh, They show art movies. Yes, I'm at the Lowe's. I'm about to watch. uh, we're about to watch The Bicycle Thief. Thieves! There's more than one thief, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's where they get you. It's that second thief. You see that movie and you ask yourself, are we not all bicycle thieves? Mm-hmm. That's what the, how the movie originally ended was that uh, the director who, of course everyone knows the director to The Bicycle Thieves is. You can I fell asleep during this and... Some of my class. Mike, you know the director of the Bicycle Thieves is who now? It's not McGee, Mike. Mike said McGee. He did the Charlie's Angels movies. 
They might have right. stolen a motorcycle in one of them, which would make them bicycle thieves. <laughs> Who, Mike? Who? Isn't it some French guy? Um, what? I don't know what he said. He said Spencer Dinwiddie from the Brooklyn Nets. No, it's not Spencer Dinwiddie. He did not direct the bicycle thieves. Oh, God. So, what's going on tonight, my friend? Um, I was calling because I had something to contribute to the topic. The topic being, so now I'm the one mm -hmm. everyone's looking at. Right. I mean, what? I feel like my life is basically just a series of unfortunate happenings. But well, um, Let me just say to you, first of all, your name is <laughs> Meredith? No, it's okay. Morgan. Morgan, I knew it had an M in it. Look, that's fine. I like Meredith better. That's one of twenty. You got to give me points for at least getting the first letter right. <laughs> so, I'll say this: I bled yesterday so much. I really don't feel. I feel weak today. Right. I don't feel like that's I think I lost a fair amount of blood. Did you get a transfusion? No, I had you a thing. Did you I get, got it. Get that. Get it worked at. I mean, I should get more blood? Yeah, just shove a bunch more blood in you somehow. I just didn't. I don't know. I went home and I just laid there. I don't know. I read about well, I'm glad those, you made it through. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was very... That's terrifying. But everybody's like, like when I was standing at like a, an intersection and holding the thing there and the, 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 the fancy... Men and women looking at me like fashionable people looking at me like, oh, look at this, look at this weirdo. Right. And I wanted I to mean, say, it's like, look, first of all, I can't say I'm one of you because I'm not one of these people. I'm not, on my best day, I'm not one of these people. <laughs> it's not like, I'm just like you guys. It's not like, it's not like, uh, trading places where what's his face is trying to be like, I'm, I belong here. I'm one of you. Why don't you see me like that? It's like, no, it's not like that. I, I don't fit in exactly. With these people. It's, you should have just blown it off as like a performance art piece. Yeah. And I should have just went and pulled yeah. the, the paper worked. towels away. <laughs> so what? So, so yeah. So I'm, I'm doing the show. I'm a little weakened tonight, but uh, okay. we're doing good. So what, what, uh, I'll try to, I'll, I'll try to keep this as no, no, short and go. Okay. Please, please so, Morgan. <laughs> Meredith, actually. Um, so a few years ago, I had an uncle that died, and here in Cleveland, we have funeral homes that are, like, an abundance of, like, McDonald's. There's one on every corner, and there's, like, a giant chain. So my mom told me, like, for this funeral, you have to meet, you have to meet us at, like, 2 o'clock on a Saturday. And I just figured we're meeting at the funeral home that's closest to where I'm living. And so oh, I, I go like there. This one I don't like this one already. It's good. I go inside, and, like, I'm running, like, a little bit late, so I figured I, everyone I know is probably, I don't know, up front, I don't know, VIP seats, and so I, like, sneak in the back, and sitting there for a while, and I don't know anyone, okay, I don't recognize a single person in here, and, like, five minutes go by, and then they finally hand out, like, the papers that tell you, like, who has died, and it makes it down to me, and I look, and I, like, just let out this noise, like, Oh my god! Oh god! 
and <laughs> so I realized I was at the completely wrong funeral. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was already so long into the process that I, I just stayed. I stayed. I got up. I, oh. I did the pay your respects to the casket, and I'm. I think someone asked me how I knew whoever died, and I just oh. I, I said it was a long story, and I walked out. It's a long, and, th- Morgan, it's a long story, Morgan. and but. I felt obligated, so I signed. I signed the guest book and everything. Like yeah, you know, it was a. Of course you did. Yeah, it was a good experience. So then I run and I like race to the correct funeral home where I, I made it. I made it in time to the correct one. So that's all that mattered. <laughs> but, oh, um, Morgan, that is a that could have I'm, been taken from my. That is a story that is befitting of of of. Uh, my greatest hits when I would. Have you ever heard me talk about being on the Ferris wheel? No, and I being on, oh ben, like no, being, I don't think so. Being on a Ferris wheel and then realizing it's like, oh, I'm scared of Ferris wheel. Like I hadn't been on one in years, and I went on it by myself, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I hate Ferris wheels. I'm I'm not happy on this. Right. But instead of me just saying to the the the. <laughs> the kid operating the thing when it rolled around again, just saying like, Hey, can I get off the, uh, you know, I, I don't want to be on this thing. I pretended to be on my phone (laughs) and then was just like, what? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you're here. Okay. I'm coming down like, yeah. Hey, uh, I got to go meet someone. Can I, uh, can you, can you, I got to get off the Ferris wheel now. I got to go meet someone. (laughs) Like truly, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, skin crawling. That was that's so, how I acted on the Ferris wheel, and then I went on yeah. one last year. It was years later. I went on another one. I'm just like, I had just, I was like, I'm back. I'm getting on the Ferris wheel. I can beat this fear of Ferris wheels. And then I got on. I'm like, no, I can't. I'm terrified. And then I'm begging the kid to let me off again, <laughs> and he waited to the last second to let me off that thing. That bum. I mean, he probably knows your trick by now. But what trick am I doing? What trick? I don't know. Like, are you going to the same Ferris wheel with no. the same kid running it? These are two different oh, Ferris okay. wheels. okay, so it's not... Oh. Hmm. Yeah. But that whole thing where not only do you go and do the thing and make the mistake, <laughs> you feel you have to explain yourself right. in the process, <laughs> and they don't care. That's the whole thing. They don't care. No. <laughs> the people in these spots are looking at you and they're just like, yeah, okay. Oh, you want to go off the first wheel? I don't care. Okay, yeah, I'll let you off. If I was just like, hey, man, let me off. Like when it came around. That's all I said. Hey, man, let me off. <laughs> Guy would go, yeah, okay, I'll let you off. But meanwhile, I'm just like, I mean, uh, hey, uh, hey, I uh, need to uh, get off the Ferris wheel with the if I can I mean it'd be pretty sick if they like didn't let you get off and they like forced you to take another stay on yeah that would be sick I would not be into that (laughs) so what else is going on tonight in Cleveland um not a whole lot actually it's going to rock and roll oh it's snowing it's snowing here but probably not as bad as it's going to snow here Your shortly. Guys shortly we're going to get it badly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm sure I'll be 
Soden. But, um, All right, Morgan. Yes. Thanks for the call. That was a good story. You stood at the funeral. You sat there. You you went up. You paid your respects to the casket. You signed Mm -hmm. the guest book. (laughs) You go get a. You go uh, run around the corner and buy a mourner's card and bring it back. No, I'm thinking to do like a funeral crasher movie, like wedding crashers. And and when you saw the name of the person, were you just like, (laughs) oh? I don't know who this is, and are you now just like? I mean, I thought for a minute because it was like, it was a great uncle, and I just maybe he had a different name than what I knew him by. Mm-hmm. But I just I, I didn't see a single soul that I knew in there. Yeah, then you're just like so. Yeah, I don't know this person. Right, and then I call my mom. And of course, she's like, "You idiot! You're at the wrong funeral." Yeah. So I don't know if they like. Yeah. But did your mother call you an idiot? Did she call you an idiot? Yeah, she did. She's like a very nice, mean person, but... <laughs> she called you an idiot. She called me an idiot. It's okay. <laughs> oh, that's not... You tell your mother. Here's what you tell your mother from... You say, you say, hey, mom, the guy, uh, Tom, don't think I'm an idiot. <laughs> you tell her that. You say, maybe you're the idiot. He thinks I'm Meredith. <laughs> you say, maybe maybe you're the idiot, mom. You ever I'll let you know that? how that goes. Right? You tell her that. You say, maybe you're the idiot, huh? See if she like it, say, then you, then you say, see where she's at with that. All right, she'll probably it'll go really well. I have a feeling that'll go well. Well, it's mm-hmm. worth trying. All right, more, right. more. Well, yeah. Have a good night. Bye. Bump. All day. You ever see those commercials, Mike? Wing stop. Wait, Mike left. There's this 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 chain where they have like they make uh, wings. I guess it's a wings chain. I don't eat there. I you know I don't eat uh, chicken. I don't eat chicken. So I I don't know what they're selling. I assume it's the commercials. It's a place called Wingstop, and the commercials show wings. So I'm gonna put two and two together and assume they're selling wings there. But this, uh, the commercial for this place, they run these commercials. You'd, you'd think, you'd think they were selling the highest energy, like, food of champions for what, like, if you, like, listen to this commercial. Imagine, imagine you hear this and you don't know what it's for. You have to outwork them. You gotta outgrind them. Listen to me. You gotta get up earlier. You gotta stay up later. You gotta execute. I want you to taste them. Now, what would you think that was a commercial for? Some kind of boot camp, right? Yeah. It's like, what? Well, I guess I'll be up at 5 in the morning running that boot camp. But it'll be worth it, because this is motivational stuff. Then you hear this commercial. Or see this commercial. All day life! Yeah. All night life! <laughs> and we ready life! All day life! All night life! All day life! All night life. <sighs> Show these boys what we're about, alright? The thing is, 
They're selling garbage. It's like wings and fries and Sprite. Sprite, the only so Sprite's the w- most worthless soda. Like soda's t- soda's bad, right? Soda's not good for you. But if you're gonna, who's gonna drink soda that don't have no caffeine in it? You want to drink soda? You get the you, at least you get the caffeine from it. It's all point. You drink a Sprite. You get no caffeine from Sprite. So imagine you're in this thing. You got this guy's like, whoo, all day like, whoo. It's like, wow, we're gonna we got some work to do. We're gonna be grinding it out up out there. No, I grind nothing out. So you're like, where, where, where's this, where, where's this food I get that'll get, get me all fired up to take on the world? It's Wingstop. Really? Wingstop? See, it seems like they sell chicken when you look in the window. Looks like they sell wings in there. Yeah, that's why it's Wingstop. And this is the place where the guy was like saying, you get up early and you, you, you beat the other. That's the one that went like this. I'm ready to punch, uh, I'm gonna go out there and punch you in the face, Mike. After hearing that commercial, I wanna smash a chair over your head. I'm ready to take on the world. Or like this. Now I ask you this question. What if you're not the only one that wants what you want? Yeah, what if I'm the only one, that, not the only one who wants what I want? Okay, okay, I'm listening. What if there are thousands of other people who want what you want? Yeah. Oh no, it's competition. You have to outwork them. Ah, I gotta outwork them. You gotta outgrind them. I gotta outgrind them. Listen to me. I'm listening. I'm listening. You gotta get up earlier. You gotta yeah. stay up later. You gotta execute. Yeah. Let's do it. I want Let's... you to taste them. Yeah. And then you go, you run into Wingstop, you load up on the food, and you fall asleep in your car 40 minutes later. And then, and then you got a stomach ache all day because you ate the uh, wings. You crazy. <laughs> Wingstop. Ooh. All day like Ooh. It's wings Best show, hi Hi, is this Tom? It is Hello, this is Adam from Los Angeles Adam from Los Angeles What's up Adam? You say it like I know who you are But in a not good way Oh <laughs> No, I, I, we've never met What's going um, on tonight? I had one for the topic. What do you got? Well, it's kind of similar to yours, but uh, I'll just go ahead anyway. Yeah, so about a year ago, I was in Mexico City at a rock and roll festival, and uh, yeah, I was playing roll, with a band. Slow down, a rock and roll festival. Oh. Sorry. What rock and roll festival were you at? 
Oh, God, I can't even remember what it was called, but uh, the headliner was Psychic TV. Okay. And uh, so I was in the back area getting getting pumped up to play, and I, it was like a really big audience. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was doing cartwheels and handstands and just running around in circles trying to expend energy. And... Uh, kind of drawing a little bit of a too much attention that I wanted. And I threw up a water bottle and this was like a glass Perrier bottle. Uh-huh. And did a did a cartwheel and then tried to catch it and it landed right on my face. Uh-huh. And uh I just blacked out, right? And I had glasses on, and when I woke when I woke up, I had blood all over my my nose, bridge of my nose. My uh-huh. glasses were broken. And did you have e-cigarettes and, for legs? No, 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 no. This is real. We got him, Mike. <laughs> no, no, Mike. We got him. Is this him? This is real. No, no, no. What? We got you, bro. No, no, it's not. It's not that guy. Right, finish the story then. Huh? So you have you ever done that move before, where you did the cartwheel and you caught the bottle, or, is it, or were you trying something brand new? This was a brand new thing. So you decided to break out this new move in front of people. Yes. And the you do the cartwheel, and then the bottle hits you in the face. Yeah, and it, it it hit me right in the in the where my glasses were and cut my bridge and my nose open. Right. There's just so much blood because there's a lot of uh, blood vessels there. Yeah, yeah, no, I was bleeding from my nose uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's really it's really painful. Um, this was not and, painful. Uh, this was just gross for me yesterday. It was oh, just, oh! It was just nuts. Right. I looked like I, 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 I looked like a wackadoo. <laughs> you can't help but not look insane when there's blood coming out of your face, pretty much, in public. In public, it's hard. It's hard to look like you're not the exception to what's going on around you. Like everybody no, you else can't. is not just like yeah, we're. We're about something different than what you're about right now. Clearly, you're about you're about some bleeding all over the place, and we're not. We're just about going to the park and, and <laughs> drinking coffee and having so. Yeah, all right. I'm just walking my dog here. I'm walking here, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's how New Yorkers are. That's how, yeah. That's how they are. I'm walking here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this one, this this uh, this goons bleeding on what? What's a jamoke? Is that a hurtful word? What's that mean? I truly jamoke. don't know. Yeah. That you got me there. All right. Yeah, but you know who else? You know what else I got? You e-cigarettes for legs? No, no. Get off my phone. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. Hi. Uh, this is this is Mary from Lansdale. 
Mary from Lansdale, or as I call you, e-cigarettes for legs? <laughs> gotcha. No, no. I gotcha. <laughs> uh, I promise I am okay, not that prom- dude. Okay. All right, Mary. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Thank what, you. What's going on tonight, um, Mary? So I have a uh, story for the topic. Yes. Okay, so it's funny when um, this topic went out, it jarred a memory that I haven't thought about this in like 30 years. Uh huh. So when I was eight or nine, uh, I remember going to Saturday Night Mass with my mom. Saturday Night Mass <laughs> with Father <Jesus>? James. <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, Some old ladies. (laughs) So, (laughs) musical guest, the organist. (laughs) So, go ahead, Mary. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, um, my you know, my mom. We we go to mass, and I don't feel well at all. And she can't leave me home, though, because, you know, she's you know, a single mom. There's nobody to leave me home with. Yeah. So she's like, oh, sorry, God, you got to go with me. All right, Mom. And we, uh, we're, I'm sitting through the whole service, and I just I feel kind of lousy. And I get to the point where you go up for communion. And I go up, and I, you know, I receive communion, and I'm walking away, chewing on the, the the host mm-hmm. and, and your host. <laughs> I'm making all this work, and your host, the host. <laughs> Saturday night mass. <laughs> Go ahead. Now. Well, I'm 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 showing on the host, and I do not like the taste of that. And that combined with, I just feel so. Hold like, on Ill. a second. You don't like the taste of the host in in church? Yeah. It's so flavorful. <laughs> but you don't like. Next thing you're going to tell me, you don't like eating styrofoam. Well, see, here's the thing. My husband, who is now like a staunch atheist, he says the thing he misses most about about going to church is he likes the flavor of the host. Which just baffled me. Because <laughs> he likes the flavor of the host. What is that? What is the host yeah. made of? I don't even know what that was made of. It's 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 bread, but it tastes like paper. Uh huh. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's I don't I, like. It has this weird. It's it's almost like uh, what I think he just yelled at me. It tastes like cardboard, but for some reason he likes that. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yeah, teach his own man. Yeah. Um. But so I feel so sick. After, like, I, 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 sw- I swallow it, and everything just comes back up. Oh, no. Where? Right right there in front of the altar oh. as, I'm, as I'm leaving. Oh, yeah. And, like, and all I remember is... <laughs> like, bad a lot coming up? Uh, enough that it's like, oh. no, I'm, I'm like, there is stuff on the floor. Oh, man. Including, including the Eucharist. Oh, no. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, I'm oh, going to hell. Yes. What do you do? Yeah, that means like maybe you're like 
that that the that the that the Eucharist is rejecting your evil body, <laughs> that you're actually like a, a hell spawn. It definitely right? did not help my relationship yeah. with the church. You're like a hell spawn. You might have been exposed yeah. as a hell spawn in that moment. I, I do wonder. It would explain a lot that came afterwards. The only thing you could have done to get out of that is to have gone, <laughs> and then ran out, and then come back in and be like, oh, I think I was possessed, and I feel better now. <laughs> right? That's the only play I can think to make. Actually, what exactly. I would I would super over explain stuff in that situation. I'll say this with oh. my bloody nose. Yesterday, I did no explaining. Yesterday, <laughs> I was a regular uh, Dave Berg with my snappy answers for st- for stupid questions. Your, your nose is bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you yeah. do? Well, all I re- what I remember next is. Um, I kind of, you know, my knees buckled, and my mom and a nun kind of, like, grabbed me oh. under the arms and, like, shuffled me off of, uh, into, like, a side room and just start, like, trying to, like, wipe me down and, like, you, you know, bounced. clean me up. You got they bounced from church. Mass. You got bounced. All right, she's yeah, out of here. I you're out of here. out of church. Yeah, you're out of here. Get, get, <laughs> get this low life out of here. Yep. <laughs> You got tossed. Yeah. You're well, done. For the rest of the night. You. You're done. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, it was mortifying. That That's a good one. And everybody <laughs> was looking. You felt all eyes on you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, I, like, I didn't know what to do after, like, in the days after. I'm like, well, I, I, I want to go to confession, but I don't want the priest to know it was me who did it. And I'm thinking... As an adult, I think, well, of course he knew who it was. I mean, he saw you. Know. This was not, was, was this was not an anonymous him. action. Oh, he'll exactly. never, everybody in that church will never forget you for the rest of their lives. They're still talking oh, yeah. about, they're still talking about the time they saw that happen. Exactly. They are still talking about the time that girl threw up. <laughs> church i guarantee you there are dozens of families laughing about your 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 mishap being like i hope so like they can make a joke about remember when the thing happened and it's just like oh remember then she like then she like threw up and then they did to drag her into the back room. Oh, and they're like, Oh, <laughs> so that's you. That's you now. Yeah. You're legendary. <laughs> Think about yep, it this way. <laughs> You're making families laugh. That's your, true. your yeah. misfortune. You know that families are laughing about that. I hope so. <laughs> so that's, that's my little story. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. Well, thank you. So you have a great night. E-cigarettes for legs. Gotcha. <laughs> good night. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. How's it going? It's going pretty good. How are you tonight? Uh, who, am I, who am I speaking to? This is Will in Knoxville. I'm doing pretty good. Will in Knoxville. Are you the uh, the offspring of our friend Dave? No, I'm not. I I have met his offspring, but not right. What's a, what's his what's his kid's name again? Um, 
Andy. Oh, man. Andy. Um, Andy. It's Andy, yes. It is Andy. He's I'm terrible guy. with names, but I know it's Will. Will, don't worry. What's going on tonight, Will? Um, just hanging out, listening to the show, uh, live for a change. Uh, things are going great, and I had one for the topic for you. What do you got? Let's hear it, buddy. Well, um, I guess like 10 years ago, my band went to Asheville, North Carolina to play a show. Your band. Now, let's super... hear more about your band first. This is what I want to hear. Well, this is a band that um, no longer exists, but uh, it was... Uh, what I've heard of this band? It was just, I don't know if you you would have heard of it, but well, I did send you a record. Ooh, maybe you heard I, of us. We're called. We were called no, Muse. No, it was, we were called Muse. It's called three man band, but uh, Muse is one of these um, bands. That band Muse. I don't heard one second of this band. I know they stink. It was like one of those bands. You're just like, yeah, that's maybe one of the worst bands going. Have you ever heard anything by them? No. I can. <laughs> I guarantee it. That's one of the worst <laughs> bands on earth. Right, they're just, they, they seem like for people who, who like, uh, who like, when, when, when Cold Plays gets a little, a little scary, they, they need to put the Muse record on. Right? <laughs> I'm not crazy about the direction Cold Plays been going lately. <laughs> I choose to put my concert going dollars into Muse tickets. <laughs> What does Muse sound like, uh, Will? Do you know? I don't know. I truly don't know. Mike? Never heard him. Yeah, same boat. Dudio? They suck. Okay, Dudio said they suck. And they're pompous. All right. So, Will, so you sent, your band was three-man band. You did, I think you did send a record. Yeah. Well, we, we played a show in Asheville. I got super, super drunk at the show. Okay. Passed out sitting up in the van and threw up, threw up all over myself. It's funny. I know throwing up story, but, uh, I threw up all over myself, woke up. It's like, Oh my goodness, you know, and, uh, all the rest of the band, you know, they were like, Oh, we're going to this record fair at the great Eagle before we go back. And so I cut. The, a hole in the center of my blanket and, uh, kind of wore it like a poncho all day over my puked clothes because I didn't have any other clothes. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and so, so at the record. So there's fair, a guy walking around the record fair with a poncho on. Yeah, but like, like slumped it's over. It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> and so. At what point, at what point, the, Will, did you realize yeah, I'm not pulling this poncho off the way I thought I might be. Oh, I knew I was a mess. I was also also throwing up outside the whole day, and or for probably an hour while we were there, hour or two. But but all day until we left, it was puke fest. But uh, so but there's a guy. We left the record fair. There's a guy. There's a guy. Let me just let's paint. Let's paint the picture now. Let's not rush past this. It's a record fair in <laughs> Asheville, North Carolina. Kind of a, it's a cool city. There's a record fair going on. So you probably got, uh, Greg Cartwright's at it and a couple other cool <laughs> Asheville people are at this thing. And there's this guy 
walking around, where wearing a poncho that clearly is is on him for a reason other than fashion. He's slumped over. He runs outside every once in a while. I saw him throwing up outside. I went outside to have a smoke, and I saw him throw up in the bushes, then went back into the record fair. <laughs> Why does he keep coming back into the record fair is what I want to know. Why, why doesn't he just admit he's not cut out for it today? I really like records so much. Uh, I mean, I'm actually looking for this. Uh, I don't know if you have any of these uh, modern lovers uh, first. It's, uh, hold on, I'll be right back. If you could pull up, if you can pull up any early Jonathan Richmond, I'll be right back. So, did you buy it? Do you remember? Did you buy anything? Oh. You're like, you're walking oh, around like, thing. oh, I'll give you five. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't come down on the price, I'm gonna throw up on it. And then it's worth Man. ten. I'll give you a new offer. Well, that's the thing is, I was only, I have, I had no interest or money to buy anything. Yeah. I was only killing time waiting for my bandmates. They were shopping like maniacs. Yeah, and the, all the while after yeah, they left, were the ones you know who were out. Of, they were out of control that day, huh? Well, yeah, your bandmates. Well, <laughs> look at you guys, you lunatics! <laughs> you have no self-control buying all those records. Says the guy in the poncho who's throwing up in the middle of the afternoon, twelve hours after drinking. Yeah. Well. You know, after we left, they said, you know that people were watching you and following you around because they thought you were stealing stuff. Uh, and like putting under it under the, the poncho? Yeah, and, and I wasn't, but I was just wandering around like a lunatic. I had taken a, a mass quantity of, uh, of um, anti-nausea medicine okay. that day, um, and I'm sure I smelled like it, mm-hmm. and I was just super shifty. Yeah, it was a. They're watching the shady dude floating around the record, the record fair. Yeah, it smells like grass. With a poncho on, that clearly the the poncho's there for a reason. Oh, I think he's shoving records under that thing. (laughs) And then they're like, and you're just like, no, I gotta just realize, hey guys, I'm not putting records under this poncho. I have this because I threw up on myself. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm wearing the poncho, okay? Now would everyone stop looking at me? So I noticed that this very blanket, the poncho, is now a curtain in my bedroom. I didn't realize it until after I started calling, but wow. it's right there with the hole cut in the middle of it. Wow. I love it. That is a great story, Will. Uh, by the way, uh, me and my friends are friends. Excellent. Season one, excellent. Oh, thank you. you. Excellent. (laughs) For people Uh, who don't know, it's the Friends podcast that we're doing these recap podcasts, and they are uh, going up. Season one is out anywhere you want to get it. It's out on the Best Show website or on iTunes or wherever you can get a podcast. You can get Meet My Friends of Friends. Season two right now, only on Patreon. Absolutely. Right. Get Patreon, everybody. Thank you. If you buddy. haven't done it, there's no reason not to. You're sweet to say that. Patreon.com slash the best show. That's really the goal with this whole call was for Will to do a last second plug for the Patreon. 
Not well, to tell the story about him throwing up on himself and crawling into uh, a poncho. All right, buddy. You have a great night. You too, Tom. Thank you. Bonk. All day like bonk. Hey, Mike. I think it's time for you to get pumped up. Right? Look, we got another 40 minutes to go on the show. I want you to get fired up. So listen to this. This will get you fired up. Hold on. Got to turn the volume up on this. Now I ask you this question. What if you're not the only one that wants what you want? What if there are thousands of other people who want what you want? You have to outwork them. You got to outcrime them. Listen to me. You got to get up earlier. You got to stay up later. You got to execute. I want you to taste them. Let's go to Wingstop! Hey! 20 minutes later. Oh, I don't feel good. Why'd we eat all those wings? Wait, what are we supposed to go do now? We're supposed to get up earlier and go to bed later? I just want to go to bed now. This is what I'd like you to do, Mike. I want you to, you've heard it enough, right? Now just come in here and watch it. I want you to see the images paired to that motivational speech. Well, get ready. So tell me if you think it gets less motivational after you see this. Now I ask you this question. What if you're not the only one that wants what you want? What if there are thousands of other people who want what you want? You have to outwork them. It's just fried chicken and you gotta outcrime them. Fries. Sprite. Listen to me. You got it's like I feel bad for the, the speaker, he's not even in it. No, he's not in it. No, there's just shots of uh, wings and French fries. Yeah. And Sprite. I was expecting a drill instructor. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Wingstop. Are they in New Jersey? Mike, I don't know. <laughs> I don't eat there. I don't know why. I, I don't know. <laughs> they don't even look that good. <laughs> they look uncooked. Don't they look uncooked in that one? Yeah. Oh, that's the whole thing about there. They saw uncooked... Uh, it's uncooked food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know that's what they—that's how they get you all fired up. It's uncooked poultry that you load up on, and then you're ready to take on the world. You look like you're gonna. Ugh. Best show. Hi, this is Mike from Jamaica States. I got one for the topic. Mike from Jamaica States. Yep. Jamaica States, uh, or as I call it, e-cigarettes for legs. You busted. <laughs> Take them away, no. boys. No, I'm not that guy. Where's Jamaica States now? Where is that? You say it like okay. I'm, you say Jamaica States like I'm supposed to know where that is. Uh, it, it's in Queens. Okay. You can just say Queens. Okay. I'm from Queens. I'm Mike from Queens. Mike from Queen Queens. Well, that sounds like you think you're tougher than you are. I don't like that. I don't like that either coming from you. Because now it sounds like you're like, hey, it's me, Mike from Queens. Sounds like a challenge. Like you're just like, Jamaica State sounded like you, like you think you're a hot shot. 
saying you're Mike from Jamaica State. Mike from Queens sounds like you think you're just like a like a like a like a badass now. Could both be true? I would say I would say both could be true. Neither could be true. Also, you could just <laughs> be a normal, though, yeah. just, be, just be a normal person, just trying to get by, with a smile on your face, and a just a great attitude. So go ahead. What's up? Okay, so I got one for the topic. When I was a kid, I was on vacation with my family mm-hmm. uh, upstate New York in Corning, New York, where they have the Glass Museum. The Glass so Museum. You say I that. You say the, that like I'm supposed to know the Glass Museum. It's glass. Kind of famous. Well, what yes. is it? What is it? Glasses? Uh, like eyeglasses? All, <laughs> all kinds of glasses. Art and. Uh, Morningware is up there. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Do they have any Tiffany lamps? I believe so, yeah. Why don't you get me one of them? Why don't you get me a Tiffany lamp? I got one, but I'm kind of attached to it. Yeah, why don't you send it to me? Why don't you, de- why don't Maybe. you, why don't you detach yourself from it and attach it to me? Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Maybe you will. Look, I'm not asking. That's all serious. I don't want your Tiffany lamp. It's probably okay. a fake anyway, right? It's probably a knockoff. It's probably not real. Yeah. Does it have a minion on it? Yeah, that's how I think it's real. Uh, how it, I think it's fake. I would say that's a giveaway on a Tiffany lamp. If there's if there's a <laughs> minion, if it being depicted on one, that's think, that's yeah? a that's a telltale sign that it's not an original Tiffany lamp. You're probably right. So so go ahead. So you're up at the you're going to the glass museum in where now? Corning, New York, upstate New York. Ah, so that's why it's called Corningware. Uh-huh. See, I'm learning tonight, too. Yeah, it was educational for me at the time, too. Okay, so you go up. Well, that sounded yet, like you're saying, that That sounded like a, I remember my first drink, the way you said that. I'm not nuts about uh, how some elements of this call are going, Mike. But uh, well, First time, long time, so I'm figuring don't it worry. out. Don't no, Buddy, you're doing great. I'm teasing you. We could go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I was in the museum gift shop where there's glass on glass on glass, just, you know, like glass uh, souvenirs on top of glass shelves. And I wasn't being rough, but oh, I was no. like this grammar school age kid, and I just put, I picked one item up, I put it back on the shelf, and the whole glass shelf with oh. all these glass items on it just started quaking. Oh, so much man. so that all eyes in the store all of a sudden were straight on me. So how? what happened? What I, broke? I nothing broke, but it was trembling, and all the glasses were shaking. So all the glasses on this shelf are shaking because you... you passed out. Because you started grabbing one thing, and it, did it, was it in danger of falling? I think everyone thought so. I sure thought so, yeah. We didn't know. It was a tense moment. So everybody looked at you as this shelf is like sh- shaking and ready to fall. Yeah, but exactly. did, but didn't fall thankfully. It didn't fall thankfully, oh. uh, but I turned white as a ghost and walked right out of the store. But for that one brief moment, uh, all eyes were on me. I was the one everyone was staring at. Well, you know what you do, my friend. I'm going to tell you this is advice, and this goes to everybody listening. If you're ever in a situation where you break a glass. All you do is when the glass breaks, you just turn to everybody 
and you go Friday night I cry and you start walking out of the room you walk backwards as you're singing it Friday night I crashed your party Saturday I said I'm sorry Right? That, that would be a stud move. That would be a stud move. What we do when you a that, Mike? breaks around here stud is we move. yell Mazel Tov. Mark it down, Mike. That's a stud. Mike from uh, Corning. No, no, he's from Jamaica. Where? Estates. Jamaica Estates. Yeah. Oh, that's so <laughs> He said that's a stud move if you do the, the you may be right move if you break a, a break glass. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm the one who just told you about it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, buddy. I appreciate the call. Thanks, you have a great Tom. night. Bye. You- right, Mike? You break a glass and then you just go. <laughs> then you go. Everybody will give you credit for that, for owning the moment. Yeah, start doing it at the bar. You should. Do it at the bar. You break a glass, you just go, And speaking of which, Mike is selling these Masses Tavern shirts over at apmike.bandcamp.com. Um, <laughs> phone number 201-332-3484. We're talking about all sorts of stuff. We're talking about the topic tonight being, so now I'm the one everyone's looking at, because it happened to me yesterday when I had a bloody nose that would not stop. Everyone was staring at me like I was a straight up animule on the streets of uh, the midtown New York the the most pompous stretch of the look at those people what are you when you, you get your, your Burberry bag right you gotta go like look you, you, you take it easy guys my nose is bleeding but now it teaches me I don't want to be that person I don't want to be that person I ever see that that person, somebody looking weird? You help them out. Help them out. Best show. Hi, who's on the, who's on with me here? Hi, Tom. It's uh, Rich from Ireland. Rich from Ireland. What's up tonight, Rich? Where in Ireland are you? Cork. Cork. Yeah. Ted Leo wrote a song called "Bottled" in Cork. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yes. And Home I, of the Blarney Stone. It is, as we all talk about the Blarney Stone here in Yeah, of New course, Jersey. yeah. Ireland <laughs> is also really. the home of, you can say it. Say it. You can say it. You know. Uh, you can say it. St. Patrick? M- music. Think of music. Okay, um... Who's the greatest band out of Ireland? Who's the greatest? Who's the greatest single artist out of Ireland? You can say it. Come on, say it. Um, Joe Dolan. Who? 
Joe Dolan. Joe Dolan? Yeah. Who's that? Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's in the Eurovision. No, not him. Not Joe Dolan. Okay. Okay, uh, it's Bono, so it's Bono. It's Bono and the boys. No, it's Phil Linnett. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> right? Yeah, he's, he's, he's good. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> what kind of music do you like these days? Um, oh, jeez. Uh, there's, there's, no no. there's no wrong question. That's not a, you can't, you can't give a wrong answer. <laughs> okay, I like, um, I like, yeah. they might be giants. That's alright. Good. They're nice guys. Yeah. Nice guys. They, yeah, they, mm-hmm. Nice they guys. Good. Yeah. So that's what you're, that's, that's what yeah. you're grooving to these days? That's what I'm grooving to, yeah. Yeah. You know what my favorite, uh, they might be giants song is? What's that? I'm actually going to play a little second, uh, a snippet of it here, and uh, <laughs> you might not be able to hear this, but the listeners will hear it. This is mm-hmm. my favorite song by They Might Be Giants. As everybody knows, it's from their fifth album, and we all know it, and I don't even have to say it. Let's take a listen. We are better than you. I can't better than you. We are superior. You are dead. We are better than you. We interrupt this program to bring a special poison. This morning at 9 o'clock, Haiti passed away, choking on its own venom and poison. They might be giants. They still got it. What a what a classic! What a classic! Those guys still have it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so let's see. What do you got? To say, what do you got to say, uh, young man? What's up? Um, I have one for the topic. What do you got? Um, okay, so I work in like a clothes shop over here. Mm, top shop. Mm-hmm. Is it mm, no? H and M. Close. It's High Street Fashion Town. Very fancy. Um, yeah, but um, I work like uh, people return clothes to me where I work. You know, okay. Customer services, sure. And um, and we get a lot of people who who kind of tend to think that they can exchange underwear for other sets of underwear oh. after they've opened them. What is wrong with people? What is wrong? Well, how does that, how do you get to the point where that's, how, where, how, where your thinking takes you? To where you're like, yeah, I can return underwear. <laughs> like there's no, like there's no roadblocks. There's no, like, th- that's the thing in, you have to go past stages to get to the point where you, where that is where your thinking takes you. Mm hmm. And they just think it's very acceptable to like do that. Like you don't, you're not thinking you know. at all about what happens to the underwear, for example. <laughs> yeah. Like you're thinking, well, that's someone else's problem then. <laughs> so, yeah, and so they, they they don't mind, you know, other people buying that underwear once they've opened it, taken yeah. it out of packaging, and all yeah. this kind of thing. So go ahead. So what happened now? You you're you're there taking returns. Hmm. So this guy comes up and he he looks kind of you know. He's, he's, he's tough, you know. 
Uh-huh. He's got the look. He's got the leather jacket and this kind of thing. And he's Tough like that last caller, Mike that. from from uh, Jamaica Estates. Not that tough. Oh, Nobody can be that tough. I haven't heard the last ten minutes. Okay, but <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's coming up, and it's a pretty full line of people. And um, he, of course, comes to me, and I he tries to exchange his underwear, and um, I try to explain to him, you know, for hygiene reasons, we can't, you know, accept underwear, and he just gets really mad and affronted and. Uh, <laughs> he, he 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 just says out of nowhere, you can keep your effing jocks so, though, and he throws them at me across the counter, hits me in the chest. This, this, this open pack of underwear <laughs> uh-huh. in front of like you know, in front of probably fifteen customers who all just end up like looking at me, just like. So now everyone's seeing you, know. you, yeah. Get hit with mm-hmm. with dirty underwear. Yeah, right in the chest. <laughs> So what did you say then? The pick back up. You can't say anything or you lose your job, you know, so I just kind of said nothing and then, you know, move on and he kind of stormed off, but it was, it was pretty embarrassing now I have to say, Tom. This is what I would say you should have, you could have said to him and no, your boss would not have, I don't think your boss would have probably, you would have said, I'm going to beat you within an inch of your life as soon as I'm <laughs> off the clock. <laughs> You meet me out in front of the store. You meet me out in front of the store, you bum. I'm going to thrash you like you've never been thrashed before. I should have. I should have. I, I had someone trying to pull me over the counter before. That was pretty fun, too. <laughs> so you're really, hey, you're working in a pretty intense, high-fashion place there, my friend. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's the front lines, Tom. It's the front lines. So who's funny over in Ireland now? Who are your favorite laugh uh, makers? Who who makes you laugh? Um, I like uh, David O'Doherty. He's funny. David O'Doherty. I don't know him. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> what kind of what, and, what, 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 is pieces. Da- what has David O'Doherty done what? that's that you that works for you? He just like plays songs on his piano and it's okay. pretty funny sure. he's good yeah but uh it's not a very it's not a very fertile ground for comedy you know sure what about sharon horgan what do you think of sharon horgan oh i l- love catastrophe yeah that should have yeah. been my my go-to there yeah, but yeah, yeah that's a great show that. she was on the show she was on the yeah. best show friend she was, per- she was great. personal friend personal friend <laughs> personal yeah. friend yeah do i have her great phone number show. yeah i do I have her phone number. Is that any of your business? No, it's not. <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, you have a great night. It's got to be late there. You call back anytime you want. Okay, thanks, Tom. Mank. Nice guy, nice guy. What's going on with the weather, uh, guys? So far, so good. Because there's a hurricane rolling. A hurricane? Snow, snowstorm. It's not a hurricane, right? A what? A nor'easter. Some dude said, what about, wrote to me, what about Hurricane Toby? Not Hurricane Toby. Don't say that. And see, this is where it gets me. Dudio goes to this thing, Weather Boy, right? If I, first of all, if I hear about Weather Boy one more time, 
I'm going to be like uh, the the Mary and I'm going to lose my lunch. Or that guy at the record fair. I'll lose my lunch. I think he's, I think, you know what I think he is? I think he's weather boy. I think this is him just like, like it's like his uh, secret uh, superhero identity. Right? Maybe he's, he must be weather boy. Weather boy said this. Weather boy said that. Weather boy, weather boy, right? Trying to make that weather boy. That's for the show Bayonne. The spinoff from Atlanta. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do a thing here, a spinoff of uh, Atlanta, Un- unauthorized spinoff. 201-332-3484 is the number. We're talking about the, the things where suddenly you're the one everybody's looking at. Who would might who would be Earn on our, our uh, Bayonne updating of Atlanta? Is Mike Al or or Earn? That's the best show. That's my favorite show ever, maybe. Atlanta. Might be my favorite show ever. Might be the best show I've ever seen in my life. Not kidding. Might be my favorite show ever. Nothing has been wrong. There's not been one moment I would change about that show. Also, want to let you know about a uh, a, uh, a, 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 a a benefit that's happening. I want to tell everybody. Uh, 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 I did not get back to my friend. And your friend, Nick Flanagan. We all know him, comedian Nick Flanagan. There's a uh, benefit uh, going on. Uh, let's see. I will tell you about this. Okay, I guess, I guess you can donate to it. It's not a benefit. Sorry. They're doing a tribute record to uh, to. Uh, let's see here. Let me get it right. To Deb Inglis. Uh, Bad Breed wants to, is going to pay tribute to Deb Inglis and raise money for CAMH, which was Deb's charity of choice. And uh, you can learn more about this at they have a uh, a you caring uh, fundraiser up to tell you more about this. It's a good cause and. I'm not going to outstay my welcome talking about it, but seriously, it'll be a good record. It's a good charity. A good cause. It's all good. I know I sound like I'm rambling now, but that's only because of uh, straight up loss of blood. I'm not, I'm not 100%. 
You go back uh, to Oyster Bar, get my blood back. And then I'll be back to 100%. Bring that blood back. Bring that blood back. Who doesn't love Public Enemy? But this charity is over at youcaring.com. You can search for uh, Deb Inglis, I-N-G-L-I-S, and get the whole story there. And be a part of the fundraising effort for that. And there was another fundraising for JHU. Uh, the comic book store is moving in Manhattan and they are an indie store and they are raising money to help with their move so that they can keep an independent comic book store that's very important to New York and the Staten Island going. You can check that out over at, uh, let me get the lowdown on this. Here it is. Yeah, go, go to, uh, let's see. They have a GoFundMe set up to save uh, JHU, the legendary comic book store, um, so they can keep their location. It's one of my favorite stores. I grew up, not grew up, uh, as, an, as an adult, I was not a child buying comics from them, but as an adult, which is even harder judge of things, kids will read any dumb piece of junk. They made the, they made it work with, uh, for, uh, for a grown up like myself. Go fund me. Check it out. Help JHU comic book stay in business. Best show. Hey, Tom. Hey, to whom am I speaking? This is Dan in Delaware. Dan in Delaware? Delaware, the first state. You got it. What's up, Dan? Or as I like to call you, e-cigarettes for legs busted. Take him out of here, Mike. Mike, <laughs> haul this bum off. Throw him in best show jail. You'll be in best show jail with uh, Avalanche Bob and that uh, that guy who directed the uh, the Kurt, Kurt and Courtney documentary. Thank you, guy. I suppose. So what's up, Dan? I just had a quick one for the topic. What is it? Let's hear it, buddy. So, um, back in freshman year of college or so, I was in one of those huge... Humble seminar. brag much? Yeah. Uh, exactly. yeah, I, uh, went to my, uh, freshman year of, uh, college. We get it. No, go ahead. <laughs> so it was one of those classrooms with you know, 150, 200 people in it um, before everyone's figured out, you know, what they're doing. And um, I just had made some bad choices the night before, and it was an early morning class, and I fell asleep in the class, which is not, <clears throat> excuse me, notable on its own, but I guess I have a tendency um, when I'm dozing off sometimes to audibly relax, I guess you could snore. say, and, say you know, you snore. moan a little bit, possibly, okay. or, you know, just kind of make rumblings while I'm uh -huh. falling asleep. Yeah. In this particular time, hey, you screaming I, um, 
What was that? You're a sleep, you're a sleep screamer, right? Well, no, I didn't really scream. It was, I mean, that would probably be more jarring. This was probably more of a creepy sound, but I think I did it so loudly that I woke myself up. Okay. Um, and when I picked my head up, I just, I saw hundreds of eyes staring at me. Um, and I turned to this stranger next to me, this girl, and, um, I asked her if I had just moaned, and she just looked at me with the most, like, disgusting face you've ever seen. And this was at the beginning of the class, and I had to sit through the rest of the class. Uh, you know, I couldn't, I was like in the middle of a row, and I couldn't really get up without making it worse, so I kind of just had to endure it for the, you know, hour or so that was left in the, in the class, and it was totally self-inflicted, but it was, you know, you know how you can get out of that? You know how you get out of that? If you ever find yourself doing any kind of like, what does it sound like? Let me hear what your thing sounds like. Oh, man. I don't think I've ever had to recreate it. Well, um, now you have to. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> then you know what you do if you do that? Then you go. Uh, then you go. Fire! <laughs> just start acting like Frankenstein. Fire! Lean into it. And then you walk out of the room backwards, doing your Frankenstein impression. That'll get, that'll get you out of it, right? Go, oh, if only I had, had your advice. Fire! Bad! Alright, well that was it. Um, thankfully I haven't done anything that embarrassing in a long time, so... Well, you, 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 you looked like a buffoon. Everyone was weirded out. But you know what? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, no. I don't know any of those people. It doesn't matter at all. Exactly. You're doing all right. All right. Well, okay, thanks. Buddy. And me and my friend. All right. Enough. Well, he's actually starting to talk about the friends thing. Whoops. Usually the only thing I want to hear him talk about. And I'll say this. You're in these situations where suddenly everybody's looking at you. You just, sometimes you just gotta, like, you ever trip? You ever trip and then you just go, you just gotta, like, if you trip, you just gotta go, oh, and you laugh. You laugh. You own it. What are you, too good to trip? And I'll say this. I ate it so hard yesterday with the blood all over the place and everything. You know, just rem just remember this. Anybody who's like, boo, Mr. Big Shot with the Big Show or whatever. None of that tracks ever. I'm an, I'm an adult. And I ate it so hard in front of everybody one day ago. I'm back down. It's like the counter at work where they say how many days you've gone without an injury. That's where I'm. I'm back at one day without an injury. One day without looking stupid in front of everybody. Yeah, that's where I'm at. One. It's like you got to take the number down. Which the number wasn't even that high anyway, because yeah, everybody makes mistakes. But anybody like, ooh, Mr. St like, like, I don't think I'm nothing. I think I, you know what I think I am? I'm nothing. Hard hat. Well, a hard hat, just showing up here, punching the clock, doing a show that makes me happy, hopefully makes you happy. But when it comes to eating it in front of everybody, I'm right there with you. Yesterday I ate it. The look on the woman's face who saw me at the intersection 
when she looked over when we're waiting for the 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 the, the do not walk the don't walk thing to say walk and she looks over she sees me hunched over like trying to reach in my bag with the wrong hand to try to pull out more paper towels so I can make the switch at the garbage can the look was just yeah we're all capable of just eating it So you just own it. And then you look yourself in the mirror and you say, you know what? I'm getting my life together. Then you say to yourself, I got it in me to get past this. Right? You say to yourself, I'm going for it. Now I ask you this question. What if you're not the only one that wants what you yeah. want? Yeah. What if there are thousands of other people who want what you want? Yeah. You have to Uncooked french them. fries. You got to outgrind them. Yeah. Listen to me. You got to get up earlier. You got to stay up later. Yeah, you're up later because you have a stomach ache. You can't sleep. You're laying there in bed racked with pain because you just ate uncooked chicken. According to Mike, that is. I don't eat chicken, so I don't know. This might be perfectly cooked chicken. Mike said it looked uncooked. Look, it looks a little raw to me. Looks like they sauced it up, but forgot to put it in the fryer. I mean, these fries look a little hard. Little. Look, They look a little frozen. Look, they look very seasoned, but frozen. What am I? Was it the Revenant? Meeting chicken, the uh, uncooked chicken. Was this uh, the uh, unbroken or whatever that thing was, where the guy was on the raft eating uh, seagulls? And also, I'm looking for if anybody has audio. Speaking of screaming, I want just a an isolated great version, not not with all the music. Does anybody have a version of Roger Waters doing his scream from either? Careful with that axe, Eugene. You know the scream he does, right, Mike? Like that. From what the the Pompeii? It's still got the music going on it. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, it's Perry from Philadelphia. Perry, Perry Shaw from Philadelphia. That's that's the one. What's up, Perry from the band Hound? Yes, yes. Whose latest album is called Hound seventy six. Right? What was it called? Something like that. Born Under 76. Born Under 76. And actually, we have Perry on the line right now. Let's take a listen to my favorite song on the Hound album. We're going to check it out right now. The music of Hound. Talking the snow, talking the snow, play it where you go there. Talking the snow, rolling it over on a shotgun, rolling where you go there. Talking the snow, moving it down, rocking it down, trying to ride with a snowboard sound. 
That's my favorite. That was a great... Look, I'm not going to here to do a full-length interview with you, but what was on your mind when you were writing that song, Perry? I was snowboarding a lot. Great. Okay. So what's up tonight, my friend? I have something for the topic. What do you got? I'm going to have to take it back to uh, to high school. Um, in history class, I think it was 11th grade, uh, I was not very good at... School, I guess you would say. Uh-huh. So I, I, I don't <laughs> just, really much just school like, all around, just all around school. You were not good at. Yeah, well, like I wasn't a a bad kid, so the teachers seemed to like me. I just didn't do very well. Yeah, yeah. you knew that sounds like me. Yeah, it was dumb. Yeah, I guess dumb it was, as the yeah. day was long. <laughs> so uh, I pretty much just spent time in the music room or drawing in all my notebooks. So. You know, uh, the teacher called on me one day, and I had no idea what was going on. And uh, I picked my head up, and he asked me a question. And I don't know what I said, if it was the wrong answer. I didn't have an answer or whatever. And he just goes, hey, Perry, let me ask you a question. Do you uh, forget to take your stupid pills today? Oh. And, it, like, without thinking, I just went, yeah, can I have yours? Oh, oh. Oh. And in, in my head, I'm like, oh, man. Wait, did you actually say this, or this is the thought you had? No, no, I said it. You said so, it. Yeah, can I have yours? Yeah, so here's where it turns you around for the worse. Uh, my immediate reaction, everybody turns around and stares at me, and, like, everybody's doing that, like, I'm trying not to laugh because I don't want to get in trouble, but yeah. clearly I just... Oh. You just, you got just him yeah, good. That was a mic drop. That was a mic drop. Yeah, it was. You dropped uh, the mic yeah. before people did mic drops. You just <laughs> dropped the mic on your teacher. Right. So I felt like king of the world for a whole five seconds yeah. until he said, just remember who does your grades. Uh-huh. And I yeah. froze because I, I, I wasn't doing well in the class. Yeah. So, like... All I had was that the teachers would like me, and I did, you know, that class I cheated off of a friend a lot, you know. Sure. Whatever. But um, but this is what you should have said. Now with the knowledge you have of how unimportant school is. Right. Which, which is, you're not supposed to say, school is the biggest crock in everyone's life. Yeah. It's just like they might as well just send you, they might as well just have a, a camp, like a like a arts and crafts camp. Yeah. If they just if parents just want the kids somewhere where they don't have to worry about them for a portion of their life, just send them to some arts and crafts camp. Yeah, or yeah. Put, I mean, that's put, why put, I tried put, to get This is what I would have said to the teacher now if I had the chance. I would, if I was you, I would have said, "Say, let's do the situation again." I'm you. Okay. Now, what what am I saying? I'm like a. Oh well, so I, like, I say. uh Hey, Perry, uh, you forget to take your stupid pills this morning? Yeah. Can I borrow yours? Can I have some of yours? Yeah, just remember who does your grades. Yeah, you do, dummy. (laughs) (laughs) And then I would have just said, I'm going to the principal's office. (laughs) See you all later. We had kids in our school who would pick up the phone for the teacher and say, I'll call them. And they, I, I literally watched 
a kid call the principal. Like, Philadelphia public schools are wild. Perry, this is what you should have done. You should have said, yeah, you do, dummy. And then you just go, I'm, then you get up and you go, go to the principal's office. And then what do you say? Then you start to sing. You go, bow down out, bow down out, bow down out, now, 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 as you walk backwards. Bow down out. Then you go, I'm on the highway to hell. You go, I'm on the highway to hell. That's what you should have done. Yeah, do the Angus duck walk out the door. Yes. Yeah. And you can admit it now. The other guy, Catman, what's his name? Peter Chris. No, no, not Catman. No, in ACDC, Catman, the one who wore, where they got that guy wearing the newsy cap. Oh, Catman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Brian Johnstone. Yeah, he sucks, right? Bon Scott, Bon Scott's one of the greatest singers ever. Incredible. One of the greatest frontmen ever for a band. And then they replaced him with like this guy who, like this, like, this guy wearing a cap as if he's like running like a crooked newsstand. Right? Like a newsstand that sells like, like drugs on it. If you know how to say the right words, you could be like, I'll need a $50 newspaper. And then he'd be like, right, right here, buddy. Here's a $50, right? And it's got something folded into it. In the entertainment say, I need a copy of USA Today, the $50 edition of USA Today. They'd be like, check the entertainment section. He still calls it grass. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, I got your grass is in the entertainment section. <laughs> Why'd they replace him with that guy? Well, I, I, I gotta, I gotta say, I don't know who else they could have got anyway. You know, like nobody's going to top Bon Scott. I, I appreciate some of the some of the Brian Johnson stuff. I think there's a chance, and maybe hindsight is twenty twenty. They should have gone with a thirteen year old Axl Rose, <laughs> and been like, "Kid, you got what it takes. You're not there yet. We're willing to burn a few years with you." <laughs> We're willing to burn a few years with a 13-year-old frontman. Oh, my God. But when you pop, Junior, we're, we're golden. <laughs> Things would have been a lot different. You know who hates ACDC? Mike. Really? No, he doesn't like him. Thinks it's, I have thinks one it's friend dumb. who's the only person I ever dumb. met who says he hates him. He thinks it's like dumb music. Oh, my God. They're the greatest. It's like first eight records, however many Bon Scott, the, yeah. every record. Yeah. You know what I just say to Mike? I say to Mike, you got the jack. <laughs> Which you know what that means, right? It means the, uh, the, 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 what's the jack? It's the clap. Is that what that, I yes. honestly don't know. That's I love that song, is. but. That's what it means, my friend. Oh. All right, Perry, what's up with Hound? Well, give us the lowdown real quick. Oh, we haven't done anything in months, but we have a show on uh, Friday. Okay, where? At Ort Ortlieb's in Philly. Ortlieb's. It's in uh, Fishtown or one of those 
places that's not where I live. Well, it's near Chris. Ord leaves. If if people are in Ord, Phil in Fishtown, go check out Hound, a truly great band at Ord leaves this Friday. Yeah, it should All be right. a good time. All right, buddy. Thanks so much. Thank. Final calls. Final calls. Then we're all gonna rush and beat the hurricane or the nor'easter. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. How are you? Good. I don't want to get snowed in here with AP Mike and Pat and Dudio. I don't want that. Yeah, yeah I don't want that. Four way. Have to split a can of soup four ways. <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, to whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Tom in Brooklyn. Tom in Brooklyn. What's up, buddy? Well, I'm going real quick for the topic. What do you got? Uh, well, in fact, um, I want to say it was probably either the second or third show I had ever been to. Uh, I want to say eight years old at this show. And uh, we were up, me and my dad and a few of, uh, I guess, my neighborhood friends up by the stage. And we were seeing uh, Sister Hazel, uh, that, that classic group that everyone remembers and still loves. And uh, the singer from the group, um, he handed his tambourine uh, down to the crowd for, uh, for people to play along with the tambourine uh, during the song. And he handed it to my friend, and he's playing the tambourine. Uh, keeping time and everything and hands it to the next kid over and he's playing the tambourine and keeping time and then uh, they hand cigarettes the tambourine over to me and, and you said he cigarettes for life uh, right? at, at this time in my life uh, Sister Hazel are, you know, they're, they're big rock stars to me uh, so uh, I start playing the tambourine and I'm not really paying attention on the stage and all the other uh, instruments have cut out because uh, it's, it's a quiet part of the song where there's not supposed to be tambourine um, so the band is all looking at me and they're shaking their head, gesturing for me to stop yeah. doing it. And the one guy tells you to stop shaking your e-cigarettes for legs. Oh, I'm going to catch this. <laughs> Absolutely not. And they do that song. I just played a second. It was like, Don't say what it is. That one. That's called All For You. I had no idea all that was them you. until this minute. Yeah. But that was one of your favorite bands. When I was eight years old, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I made a, made a real fool of myself in front of them. Everyone and, uh, just and, standing watching the kids shaking the tambourine. Yeah. They had to snatch it back for me out of my hand. Yeah. Well, my friend, they snatched the tambourine back, but look at you now. Look where you are now, right? I guess so. You um, ate it, you ate that's, it that's early right. at a Sister Hazel concert. Don't get no worse than that. It's all uphill from there. I'm all downhill from... What's better? Uphill or downhill? It's all, uh, it's all gravy. It's, downhill it's easier. It's all gravy after that. You did it. You yeah. Did the, got the worst yeah. part over with. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. All right, buddy. All Thanks right. for the call. You have a great night. You too. All right. You know what the first show... You know what the first show I saw, Mike, was... No. Who's this band? Bon Scott was up front. Aye. 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 Then he threw out a tambourine and I started shaking. Aye. 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 Aye.
All right, my friends. The best show is over. We'll be back next week. Everybody in New York, New Jersey, and Philadelphia, everywhere the storm's coming, be safe. Eastern Seaboard keeps getting pounded. March will become April soon, and snowstorms will be a thing of the past. Stay safe. APMike.bandcamp.com. We'll be back next week. Cause I'm deep.